Blog Talk Radio.
the family tonight. So I do want to thank every single one of you, especially those who have been following us since 2011. And I might as well go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, those of you that have been following me since 2011, and even the Douglas Kennedy family, my bloodline family, has been following me some, some few years now. want to remind everybody to go and follow, follow Five Smooth Stones. How do you do that? That link I sent to you, uh, you just simply click the follow button, and it'll make you ask you rather to sign in either through Facebook or either it may ask you to sign in through Twitter, and it'll also even have an option for the Google Calendar. and It'll allow you to sign in. Then once you sign in, folks, go ahead and just fill in the blanks, and uh, uh, it'll ask you a few things, and then it will always, always remind you when Five Smooth Stone is doing a show. Okay, one more time. If I send a link to you, that link I sent to you uh, at the uh, website of Blog Talk Radio, look at the top right-hand corner. You should see something that say follow. To those, to those of us doing these blogs, it's very important to our listeners that you follow our shows. And uh, when you do that, when you follow our shows, it helps us with ratings and all types of good little perks we are given by Blog Talk Radio. They, I guess they take it more serious or whatever. But more importantly, you get to find out what we're doing over here when we're able to do these shows, which I believe is a, a ministry to the human family. And uh, because the, what the Father is doing is, is important. And we better be, uh, at some point in our life, connecting really all of our life up with what the Father is doing. I'm serious with trying to put out shows that really is uh, speaking what the Father, I believe, is saying in these last and evil days. And not just through me, but through the various hosts we have on, guests we have on. And even some of you callers have really, really, really been able to shed some light on some powerful things. And that's what I'm hoping tonight. I'm hoping tonight that the phone lines get involved with the program tonight. Brother Seth is just don't really have anything on the plate, as I said, in, in the show's description, don't really have a script, don't really have a title, anything. It's just open form. It's just open. So whatever is on your mind, anybody have questions, concerns, because I know the family tonight have things on their heart. So don't be shy. Don't be shy. Okay, um, just come on and ask your question. There's no right or wrong answers. Um, we don't have to stay on any one topic. If I start to talk about something, which I will here in a little bit, if nobody press one of the phone lines, Brother says it's going to continue to just share, share, share whatever's on his heart, which there is a lot of things on my heart as well as on my mind. It's just a difference. Uh, but I can uh, easily share for not just three hours, but three days. So y'all remember to press one and come on and help your brother out tonight. But if not, I will share what's on my heart, which I feel not just problems, but solutions and inspirations and things I feel like uh, people need in this last and evil, in, in, in this last and evil uh, time. Y'all bear with me. I'm trying to get my little music all set up here. But listen, Folks, I want to go ahead and do what I always do, and that is read the show's description so we'll all be on the same page. Many of you just called the phone line. You have no idea what the brother's sharing tonight, so let me go ahead and do that. I sent this to many of you via text, email, Facebook, and I typed this earlier. Open forum. Tonight, no topics planned, no script to follow, because tonight, topic is open. You're invited to join the program at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time with your questions or comments regarding anything on your heart. 
This will include any questions or comments you may have regarding previous shows you've heard. Join us. And I went on to say, Awake Zion. Because really and truly, one of the callings, and I guess this is kind of, well, we won't get into it just yet. But I'll just say this really quickly. One of the callings, I believe, on my life is to help resurrect not just myself and my family, but my nation. And so Brother Seth feels a, a, a calling on his life to help resurrect the true house of David or house of Israel. And that's why I'm always talking about this, because truly, this is the people in America that is really going through, and it's mainly because of an identity crisis. That is the truth. So tonight, we just get cranked up here. Again, I'm so thankful that y'all choose this show tonight, and I will not let you down as far as uh, giving you, presenting to you what I really feel the Father is saying. I do want to get a few more things out of the way, though, before we get into the the, 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 the open form part of it, and that is this. I want to also remind every single one of you that have missed any shows, especially last week, to simply go on google.com or yahoo.com or any search engine and type in the words blog talk radio space five smooth songs and you can get to hear any of the previous shows we've done over uh, over 370 shows dealing with um, the five smooth songs the five slow topics that i happen to call five smooth songs uh, we've dealt with uh, other topics really kind of outside of those topics. Um, and so, I mean, a lot of people have been blessed. We have over, over, over 100, nearly 130,000 views or listens. Uh, folks, we have testimonies. I've saved a lot of y'all's testimonies in my email. Whenever somebody emailed me, your brother said it was a blessing. I felt lost. I didn't know who I was. You know, many, many of you was believers in the church. Many of you was believers. Many of you wasn't believers. And uh, this, these shows have been able to bring people closer to the Most High. It don't mean that I'm perfect. It don't mean that I'm, I got it together or I'm talking down on anybody. I do not have it like that. Brother Seth is just a servant. And I feel like we, all of us, serve to the Most High. If you believe in the Father, you've accepted what the Son's testimony of the Father is. I feel your call to share the joy, the victories, anything in your life that will help others. And this is what I do. I try to give back, and I've been doing this for a long, long time. But on Blog Talk, I've been doing it since 2011. But even before 2011, I've been, many of you know how I used to fly to Tulsa um, to uh, do a Bible study. Literally get on a plane just to go do a Bible study. Would fly back the following night or that morning. I would fly in like in the seven o'clock or something like that. Take a flight in and then fly out about three o'clock in the morning. I would sometimes do that, folks, just to get this truth out. Many years ago, okay, been talking about this probably about twenty-five or more years, really. And then I used to fly from Dallas Fort Worth to ORU and share with brothers, uh, brother LSU, brother John Clark. Many of you know who he is. We just used to just get deep. You know, the followers waking us up because at the time we were on their worship, Oral Roberts. And uh, that's why I was flying to ORU because that's where they went to college at. And we thought he was just everything. Not everything, but, you know, we really looked up to this man as being a great prophet. Only to find out that he he probably is. I mean, I mean, I believe he is a man of God, a man of the Most High, man of Yah, or Yahuwah. But I just felt like he, he was off on some of his prophecies. And so... 
many people had issues with me coming to ORU and saying that. But then when I began to share other things about leprosy and about um, uh, the Israelites, how I believe we were, we could, at the time it was only we could be one of the Israelites. But I really believed it, but I didn't want to come out and say it. But I was sharing all the types of things about white supremacy. The father had begun dealing with me a long time ago. So I would just fly to ORU and talk about these things and met the brother John uh, Clark and brother Ella Shewitt, some other brothers, uh, brother Reuben. But anyway, so folks, I feel like it's a call of my life. That's why these shows are always bent towards Israel, uh, Israelites, just so you know. But the other thing I wanted to, to remind everybody to do is go ahead and text your friend now and text them, let them know five who's on is on. We're going to have an open forum, and I think they're going to enjoy this. So go ahead and text a friend and just say, hey, check out this. Send that link I sent to you to a friend of yours. Just let them know, hey, the brother's on now, and it's open. We can ask questions because some of them just might want to do just that. They may want to ask a question. Okay, or questions, they may have comments. Anything that we've said, you've heard Sister Eliana say, or myself, or any of the guests, that you have concerns about, or maybe you've been enlightened by some of the things we've said or taught, and you want to just share it. Uh, don't be shy tonight, folks. Please don't, because Brother Seth, I'm, as much as I talk, I really don't like talking all the time. I just like filling in those gaps, okay? Time is too precious. I fill in gaps is what I do. But anyway... Uh, again, please, please, please text your friends and let them know we're on the, on the air. And don't just do it today. Do it whenever you think about it tomorrow. Send that link to as many people as you can. Um, I don't always talk about this, but we do have a, a website. We do have a website. I just don't push it. I just I don't push poverty. That's why there's not that much traffic. But there is quite a few of you that have went and joined the website. But Bob Smoothstone's Brother Seth does have a website. And it is www.5smoothstones. You spell it out with an F. 5smoothstones.webs. W-E-B-S dot com. One more time. 5smoothstones. www.5smoothstones. Spell it out dot web w-e-b-s dot com and uh, there you will see not only the five smooth stones or the five smooth topics but you will also get to see pictures of, of, of me traveling uh, I actually put pictures on their website of me all over the world some of you hear me talk about that all the time and some of y'all need like proof others you don't care for proof you just want to actually see what what was I doing in um, you know China what was I doing in Australia so Go there. Check it out. Again, www.5smoothstones.webs.com. It's just that simple. So anyway, that's the website. I think I got it all we talked about. Okay. Okay. All right, folks. So tonight, tonight, I think it, it's going to be myself and our Sister Eliana. If you're in the house and you're able to uh, come on at this time, go ahead and press 1. Uh, and uh, let's see, I think she is in the house. So I'll come to you in a little bit. So we've got Sister Eliana in the house. Um, and uh, again, uh, just I can't thank, thank you enough, family and friends, for uh, tuning in tonight. And again, it is open forum, and don't be shy tonight, please. But let me just go ahead and bring on Sister Eliana, and I think we have a question or a comment. Let me do this. Let me go ahead and bring on Sister Eliana, and then we'll come to Erica 214716. All right. Let's go ahead and take a plane or something, a rocket, because <laughs> she's way up in Mercer, California. 
and bring on our co-host for tonight, and that is Sister Eliana Batya. Are you there? Shalom, 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 and I'm here. Well, Sister, good to hear your voice. Welcome to another episode on Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Stone Network, Sister. Go ahead and say hello to the people. Okay, so hello and shalom to everybody listening, and it's wonderful that you're back with us uh, tonight. I did send out the link to a lot of people, got a lot of thumbs up, and because we're, uh, this is also the time of Rosh Hashanah, uh, a lot of people are observing Rosh Hashanah with their families, so they are saying that they will listen next week or they'll, they're spending some time um, in obedience to the one of the biblical feasts that the Father yes. has uh, commanded us. So, um, but we probably still will have a lot of listeners coming on, and looking forward to that. And looking forward to any questions that you might have, concerns, comments, insights, because tonight it's open, no specific topic. So whatever is on your heart, go ahead and call uh, call in, press one to, to, with your hand up, and uh, Brother Seth will get you in and uh, we'll get your questions, your comments, your concerns, your insights, your feedback, and let's just have a family time tonight. And shalom again. And I, and shalom you, sister, again. Welcome to the show. I really appreciate any time I get to have you on. I really do. All right. And let's just go ahead and not take another further second, uh, not waste another second, and go to area code 2147 one six. Uh, go ahead and let us know who you are and what city you're calling from. Uh, good evening, good evening, good evening. This is uh, you would say Duck from the Twelve and Duck Show, but this is this is uh, uh this is Duck. I'm calling from Fort Worth, Texas. I just want to call in and say uh, you and your co-host there are doing a wonderful job. I listen to you here and there and stuff like that, and I'm a I'm listening in tonight because, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little inspiration going on, and you two people know how to deliver some good news, some good news, some some positive and some good thinking material. And I just want to say uh, thank you for taking your time out to to do this show that you're doing, Five Smooth Stones. That's a, that's a beautiful way to put it because, you know, those five smooth stones really mean something to a whole lot of people if – they know the history behind those five smooth stones. Well, I so at this time, I'm just say I'm, I'm going to just put my hand back down, and I'm just I'm, I'm going to listen in for a while. And if I uh, come up with a question or two, uh, I would like to chime back in because I already got a question. I, I just heard the uh, the young lady, uh, 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 your co-host. I'm sorry, I'm bad with names at first, but she was talking about Eliana. Uh, Eliana. 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 Miss <laughs> Eliana, uh, she was talking about uh, feasting. I, yeah, and I just got hungry, but she said they feasting on purpose. I like I like to feast all no, the time. No, she talked about a Hebrew feast called Rosh Hashanah. She'll talk about that, I'm sure, a little later on. But, Duck, listen, man, it's good hearing from your voice. I heard you say you listen to some of the show. You, you've been blessed, Bob. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And, and everybody, just so everybody know, this is a childhood friend of mine. They have a show called The Twelve and Duck Show where they are crazy, crazy comedy. You want to laugh, really get a belly laugh, and get inspired at the same time from time to time. 
uh, tune in to the 12 and Duck Show, and they are, they're broadcasting on Sundays. And so, just you know, all you got to do is just look on on Facebook. They're on there. But listen, I appreciate your brother stopping by, and if you have any questions, you know what to do. <laughs> I'd also like to say that was a uh, comment, and uh, thank you so much for chiming in and and, uh, letting us know that uh, what we're doing is really reaching the people in a positive way. So thank you so much for that, Duck, and uh, that was really nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, anyway, I, I thank you for thanking me. I guess we could thank each other for the rest of the show, but I really do thank you because that is. That, but you really on the on the real side. I I I, I love positive information, and uh, I'm I'm let's say go ahead and finish this opening. And if I come up with a question or just a a, a local topic, I'll be sure to uh, put my hand back up at this. Well, you got the right show, Doug, tonight. That's exactly what we're doing. The open forum, brother, whatever y'all want to talk about it, you know, uh, we're open. We don't do it often, but tonight is open forum. So I'm going to put you on hold. I got a, your hand went up. Another hand went up and said, I'm going to go, go to come to you, Eric, code 81772. But listen, man, don't be shy. You know what to do. All right, Doug. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I got a topic I think you would just love to express your views on and and Miss Ariana. I, I couldn't see her. I'm just bad Eliana, big, Eliana, Eliana. 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 So forgive me for butchering your name at first, but uh, if I get a chance to continue to continue to call it, I'll get better at it. You know how we are. Sometimes we got to practice before we get better. Yeah, it's like people calling me Beth and it's Seth. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's go back to the phone lines. I tell you what, I tell you what, Doug, don't hang up. You stay where you're at, and we're gonna go to the phone lines and see what this other person's talking about. And if not, we'll come back. We'll come back to you after them, okay? Just don't go away for now. All right. No, okay, no, let's go no, back no, to the no. phone lines. That was again. That was uh, Doug from Twelve and Duck Show. Appreciate the brother stopping by. There are some busy young men there. They got a very hot show. I listened to the other night. Was able to call and, and hear some very inspirational things. Again, Twelve and Duck Show. It's a brand new show out of Dallas Fort Worth. Okay, let's go back to the phone lines. Air code eight one seven seven two zero. Go ahead with your question or comment. Who, who are you? Who am I speaking with? And what city here? Hey, hey, hey! This is Twelve of the Twelve and Duck Show. How you doing, Master Sick? Oh, so y'all decide to double team up on me tonight since it's open forum. Oh, just, just like I, that. That's I how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> I see, I see. So You doing okay? Yeah, doing okay. Good hearing your voice, man. And everybody, this is 12. Remember the name of the show is 12 and Duck. So, and just so y'all know what that name means, why don't you go ahead and tell them what 12 and Duck stands for, uh, 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 12? 12 and Duck actually is our nickname. So duck, you know. That's his nickname from back in the day. Twelve is a new name for myself. I've been having it, I guess, about 12 years ago. But it kind of fits the both of us. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's also uh, uh, what a comedian sugar daddy, you know what I'm saying? Always on the stage and everything. Also when he's on the 12 and Doug show. And also said, the Divas are on the line. We are all here tonight for you. Okay, well, that's very nice of y'all. Well, welcome, uh... BTR Divas, uh, again, uh, they, they go, the name of the show is the 12 and Duck Show and the BTR 
the BTR Divas, and that that includes three young. I think it's two or three. How many young ladies you have now? It's three. Well, it's four now. We added one more. Go ahead and since you, I got you on the line, y'all getting a nice little plug, which is worthy worthy of it. Go ahead and test us, Eliana and the, and everybody else. Who are those divas? The divas okay, those Donna. Oh, go ahead, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. No, go ahead, go ahead, because I know we got about, I'll actually, we got about like 400, and they all on the line, and they waiting to, to say their name. <laughs> no, 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 my voice is kind of jagged, so I'm going to let you handle that, Doug, if you would. Thank you. No, go ahead, because uh, I think I think it's uh, Diva Donna, uh, Diva Andrea, uh, Diva Shy right. Girl. We call her Shy Girl because right. uh, she, just, she just shy. Yeah, and, 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 and she have a 10 second delay when she answer questions. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that because her mind be floating, but that's that's our girl though. She yeah. she all right with us. I mean, we, well, uh, and then we got the new one, Miss Marjorie. Well, twelve, go ahead and say hello to Sister Eliana. Sister Eliana, how you doing? This is twelve of twelve and Duck Show. I spoke to you. It's been a while since we spoke. I was on, you know, we was on a long time ago. But I appreciate y'all inviting us uh, one more again. We're here for you. All right. And it's good that you're in the house. It seems like we're going to have a very wonderful, upbeat, funny, exciting um, show tonight to deliver to the people. So thank you so much for stopping in tonight. No problem. Appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Now, what we'll do is this. Uh, for now, until we get another question, if you get another question, I may have to put you on hold, uh, 12. But right now, okay, we just had another hand to go up. Now, this is going to be a little tricky. I don't like opening up all these lines like y'all do, but I'm, I'm going to try to do what the 12 and Duck show do. They open up all their lines. So let's try to open up another line here. Another hand went up, and let's see. Erico 8. One seven three five three. Go ahead. Who am I speaking with? Give us your city and your uh, name, please. Hey, this is Donna, your sister, and I'm out of Aubrey, Texas. I'm just calling Santa in the house, but I want to say uh, hello to Sister Eliana. And is Elisure on the line? Because he's the he's the he's the uh, one that has the no. Elisure is not on the line. It's just Sister oh, Eliana no. and myself. I'm trying to get past that Gary. You know what I'm saying? Everybody say Ella Shore, and I'm like Gary, Gary. No, Ella Shore. So I'm He's trying to not on the line, though. It's just the Eliana and and just myself. But this is my sister, everybody. Again, this she is from part of the BTR ladies. Uh, again, it's twelve and Duck. You heard from twelve. Y'all heard from Duck. Now you're from one of the BTR. Uh, ladies, and this is Donna, also my sister. But go ahead, Donna, say hello to Sister Eliana. Hi, Sister Eliana. I I I, I was just speaking to everybody, especially to Doug Twelve, to Andrea, show you. But I got a question, because you know I'm always traveling and probing and going on because you know y'all so deep in this history stuff. You know I kind of feel kind of bad because you know. Uh, we perish for the lack of knowledge, but this Hebrew stuff, y'all done took it to a whole nother level. It's like foreign to me, like y'all done went to Mars and back on the system. But I got a question, because, see, I was on Brother Ellis Shua's page, and he, he wrote something, and it just kind of 
kind of shook me just a little bit. Let me let me read to you what he, he had on his post. He okay, said, well, hold on, hold on Donna, don't, out of respect for one more caller, we got another hand that went up. Oh, okay, so I'm sorry. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring everybody on. Remember, watch the noise in the background, everybody, because there's a lot, a lot of open lines. Okay, but let's do this, Donna. Hold that question, and since you're a lady, we'll, we'll answer your question first, even though Duck had his first, and then we'll come to you, Duck. Okay? Well, we're going to Duck first. I gotta go in the house. Say that again. You can let him go first. It'll give me time to get in the house and transition. Okay, okay. So we're going we're to open up this other this next phone, this other line, and then we'll take Duck's question after this intro of this next person. Okay. Somebody is at area code seven zero seven nine eight zero. Go ahead and let everybody know your name and what city you are calling from, please. This is Sister Kaviva calling from Vallejo, California. Hey, Sister Kaviva, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good to oh, be on I'm the doing, show. I'm, yeah, good, good to hear your voice, Sister. Good. So we got. Siblings in the house, Sister Kaviva and Sister Eliana, and Sisters and Donna, and myself as brothers and sisters. So this is gonna be a very interesting show. So how are you doing, Sister? I'm doing wonderful, blessed and highly favored. Yes, I'm doing great. Well, did you have a question, or were you just saying hello? Or were you uh, just checking in? Tell me what's happening. No, I was just saying hello and just coming in to say hello and glad to be. Uh, on to listen tonight. I, I understand that it's free form, um, and so I uh, was uh, just listening, and it sounds like it's going to be exciting. Okay, so all right, so listen, let's do this. Uh, D- uh, Donna wants to. Donna's on. The, so listen, everybody, just so you everybody know, I see some people just coming in. They wonder what is going on. This is an open forum, and uh, I kind of got ambushed by a Twelve and Duck show. Uh, I think twelve said I invited them, but they really, I really didn't invite them. They just they thought to come by and just ambush me. <laughs> so we got twelve on the line. We got Duck on the line from the Twelve and Duck show, and one of the BTR divas on the line, Donna, uh, who is my sister. Also, now we have Sister Kaviva on the line. Everybody, who is the uh, sister of the one and only Eliana. So now we have one, two, three. We got a whole list going. This is a lot of this. What are we going to do? And then another hand went up. Oh my lord! I think this is this is okay. This is going to get it's getting scary now. All right. Okay. Eric code eight one seven four two zero. Since Kavita, I'm going to go ahead and leave your line open for now. I may need your help. Well, you may you may need to help Sister Eliana and, and myself out. Okay. Eric code eight one seven four two zero. Go ahead. Let us know your city and who am I speaking with. This is Marjorie, and I'm from Fort Worth, and I'm from the Duck and Twelve Show. Oh, okay, Marjorie. How are you doing, sister? I'm fine. Well, good to hear your voice, and welcome to the, uh, the Five Smooth Songs uh, Network. I really appreciate you uh, calling in, stopping by, supporting us, uh, or supporting, um, I'm sure, Twelve and Duck, as well as uh, Five Smooth Stones tonight. So we're all going to do this little joint thing. This is really neat. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Did you have any questions or comments, or are you just just checking in? I'm just checking in. I'm just seeing what, what y'all doing. <laughs> All right, all right. 
well, listen, we got a phone line full of people. I mean, some of them are on live with me, and then a, a lot of still holding. I didn't even get a chance to check the chat room yet, but hopefully we haven't got any questions. If y'all have, you may have to hold off a little bit, because let me check the chat room. Don't see anything going on in there. So, um, Duck, go ahead with your question for us and uh, Sister Eliana or myself. Uh, maybe Sister Kavila can help us out tonight. Uh, what, what, what question or comment do you have? Again, this is open forum. Go right ahead. Okay, outstanding, outstanding. Now, can, can you hear me? Uh, uh, can you all hear me? You're beautiful. Keep going. We can all hear you. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, here's my question. I guess it's kind of like a question and a statement at the same time because what I was observing, like, okay, the, the I don't know if y'all know anything about the Colin Kaepernick situation going on, how he kneeled, how he kneeled down and, and got this big uh, 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 discrepancy started talking about he's, he's uh, uh, disrespecting the flag, disrespecting the troops. Y'all heard about that, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Now, now, two years later, after he did that, Nike decides to get get on board with him. You know, making him the face of Nike. You know, his big old slogan: uh, "Do something or or or, or you know it. stand for something." Oh, you you know that little slogan they got on his face, right? Or or, or let's see, what was it? Uh, just do it. Just do something or or. I don't know, or give up everything, you know, at, at, at all expense. Right, right. And then, and then that word, check it out. I'm giving you the whole situation. I'm trying to give you the whole situation first. So now, man, you got a lot of black people out there going buying uh, tennis shoes and, and, and Nike outfits. Then you got some white people burning their stuff. Some dude <laughs> burned his house down by trying to burn some shoes. Okay, now hold on, a second, hold, on a hold on a second. Let me do this because I hear a little noise. We can't have a noise. So listen. You can't be moving around, hitting nothing. You can't be. It's got to be quiet, folks. So if you're not commenting, what you might want to do a good remedy is just mute me. And then if you want to comment, because I don't want to mute you, because you may try to be, be trying to talk and I can hear you. So again, if you're not talking, you may want to mute me. I don't mind the little delay when you come when you're in this, when it's time for you to talk. So if you could, but go ahead, Doug. Okay. So. At the same time, why, why, why they uh, some of them burning them, and some and a lot of black people going out buying more stuff. Here's my question, because I don't want them to get, uh, uh, I don't want to get a lot of black people, you know, hootwinked or led astray or run amok, you know, just like uh, your brother Mario saying, you know, uh, uh, you've been hootwinked and led astray. Because my thing <laughs> is, if you out, there, <laughs> if you out there buying all these Nike shoes. And, and and Nike jerseys and stuff like that, something that you normally would do, but now you want to go buy more, but the only thing you're doing is making Nike happy, but you're not doing nothing for the family that them cops killed. So here's my thing. Here, that's So that's my issue with that. Some of these people getting the wrong ideal about uh, uh, supporting the cause. And they 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 own the wrong car. They up there going buying shoes. That is not helping them family. That is not doing nothing for them for them uh, 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 people that have lost their lost their children, lost their family, lost their brother, lost their sister. I don't know if this is a question, but this I guess this is an observation, and I'm just spreading spreading the news. Don't. Be hootwinked by Nike, and I saying Nike doing it on purpose. Cause I just saw another ad from them talking about yeah, now I, I, our sales went up thirty one percent, 
And I thought about, okay, Nike sales went up 31%, but how did that help the situation? Well, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a brief comment. I want Sister Eliana to chime in, and Sister Kavita, if you want to, no no problem. But I, but since you were in California, everybody else is, well, I'll take that back. He's got all kind of little phone numbers here. I don't know these area codes. Don't tell them who, who, who people are calling from. But since you, I guess, been on the show before, you know our angle, you can kind of help us out. But this is what I believe, Doug. Again, everybody, this is 12, uh, Duck from 12 and Duck Show. But I really honestly believe that so what if we make Nike rich? So what? We're making us statement more important. We're telling those people that want to burn up Nike stuff on the counter of Kaepernick, if Nike want to go out on a limb, which can bankrupt their, con- co- their company by endorsing this black young man, this so-called black man, who I we believe is, Israelite, is an Israelite, but for the sake of clarity, we just say a black man. This African-American that wants to stand up, or uh, kneel rather, and just to make a statement against police brutality, and Nike want to endorse him taking a chance that everybody could, could, could make them bankrupt, they deserve that, our money. Now, I don't know about going to buy three pair of shoes and all this stuff, but there are going to be people that's not going to support them. And I think if we want to say, you know what? Those of us that was buying other labels, we're going to go in and buy Nike now. Okay, they're already rich. It's, it's, you got to look at the bigger picture. Now, because supposing everybody don't do that, and Nike suffer millions and they go bankrupt or something. I don't know if we get that bad, but just then we'd be looking stupid. So I feel like if they want to support us, we're supporting. They're already rich. So what? We're making a statement, a political statement, that when you support our own, we are going to support you. That's my take on it. Sister Eliana, what you feel? Well, that's really quite interesting because I haven't, you know, I've heard about this. I haven't really given it a lot of thought, but I'm glad the, the conversation came up tonight because time to weigh in on it. So, um, you know, I think... It's a powerful statement. You know, I'm actually glad that Nike made him the face because often our issues and our cases get overlooked. You know, we do get a little negative play in the media. It gets downplayed, and then it's forgotten, and uh, the situation continues. So what Kaepernick is doing, what he did by kneeling was protesting this particular star-spangled banner, that stanza that most people don't know about, which – really promotes this whole idea they were really happy that the slave was not going to get his day, his freedom. He was not going to be able to to um, win in that time, and that's what they were celebrating. And today when we talk about freedom in America, when they're talking about uh, celebrating their heroes and, the, and singing that Star Spangled Banner, they're actually saying, you know, we, we still win. We have won against you, Hebrew. You have not been let uh, go, and you're not free from our tyranny, from our, our reign. So what he did was powerful. The fact that Nike is such a huge you know, company, and they support, are supporting him like this. I don't think it's the first time that they've supported a, an athlete. I think they, um, they, uh, they've they supported other athletes uh, in the past. But right now it's just making a statement that, uh, especially against the president, you know, the president wanted to demonize, criminalize anybody 
that's going to take this stand against the tyranny that we're still still under here in the country. And I think Nike is fighting, you know, I, I think they're just doing it as a slap in the face to our current president because, you yeah. know, they're saying, hey, you know, they're, they're, they're probably more wealthy than Donald Trump. And they're saying, hey, we're going to support, we're going to put our dollars behind this person. We're going to create a movement, a groundswell, whereas president is making all these statements and tweeting and being ridiculous. You know, he's not even being presidential. And so I think they're just slapping him in the face with this. But what we can do is organize ourselves to say, hey, Nike, we should get together as a representative to say, hey, I'd like for you to give some of those proceeds back to our community or to you know, victims of violent crime. Now, we can do that, and Nike might even love it as a, another PR uh, promotion. And so that that's something we can think about organizing and doing. All right, I'm going to let right. somebody else comment on that. Well, hold on, Donna, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, again, that's okay. Donna from she's the uh, BTR, uh, one of the uh, BTR divas from Glove and Duck Show. Just so everybody know who y'all are. Duck, did she answer your question? Then we'll go to Donna. Well, I okay, okay. This, this is Duck again. Um, I'm understanding what what, what both of you uh, said just said by by who who raised for Nike, and I believe that uh, diva from California is saying the same. I, Eliana is saying the same. Eliana is saying the same. You know, pretty much, pretty much kind of saying basically the lie. Hold on a second, Eliana. How you feel about being called a diva? A diva? What did I call her? Diva. That's. No, it's a diva. It's all right. We look at this woman's name up. We gonna charge you tonight. Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> well, I got that one. I, I said Eliana. Alien. Uh, Alien. Uh, Alien. Write it down, man. Eliana. Eliana. Come on. Ellie, like, like, oh, like from the Clampers. Like Ellie Mae. Oh, no, no. no. Eliana. <laughs> Don't put May on it, though. Oh, she's not that old? She can't get a May. <laughs> Oh, I know. Cause back in the day, it was May, Pearl, and Shaquana. Oh my God! But go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, what I was saying about what I was saying about that, if I'm saying if if they really, really were okay, okay. The 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 thing was to bring awareness to the 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 killings. You know, the senseless killings of black unarmed people, a whole lot of unarmed people, or just being shot by a, 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 a person with a license to carry a gun, you know, a police officer being shot, being killed by a police officer. Yeah, and then Nike jumped up on it. Hey, we think y'all shouldn't be doing that. But his his the whole idea was him just to bring awareness. But what I'm saying, when now, if Nike, uh, all, all they, uh, uh, um, all their percentages start going up. People just buying stuff off the roof. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, instead of all of those people uh, uh, going and spending their money with Nike, I'm thinking they should spend it with them families. Like, hey, exactly. uh, they, exactly. they, should, they, should, they should learn where them families are and say, hey, could you use this, this $300 well, I'm spending let, on these let, 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 let me say this. Let me say this. I'm, that's just my idea. Well, I think you all come. But but real quick, and then whoever that I think there's Donna that just said something. But real quick, I'll make it really really quick. Everybody always do that. Like whenever something happens, somebody says, well, "Why didn't you do this? Or well, why didn't you do that?" Well, you know, instead of marching here, why don't you march there? 
But instead of boycott here, why don't you boycott there? There's always you can all and, and these are always good ideas. I think what you're saying is a good idea, Doug. But I think we should do both. Nike yeah. very well go out of business for that move. When you get a company that big that say, I'm going to stand behind this young man, they might be doing it for political gains. They may be, they, they, whatever. Let's just say they did it because they knew this was going to happen, this backlash of us going out and buying Nike stuff. So what? So what? What do we want them to do? Get, what if they go out of business? Then the next company say, well, I was going to support him too. But this is Nike went out of business. I ain't gonna, you got to think ahead. So I think we should mm-hmm. do exactly what they're doing. When they burn, when the, when the other when the other side burn those tennis shoes or burn their Nike apparel, we should say we're going to support Nike. I don't know about going to buy three pairs of shoes instead of maybe three, maybe maybe buy one and say that we're going to com- we're committed to you Nike for doing that, and then go maybe help the family. Go ahead, Donna. Okay, now I got something to say. Now I'm with this scripture that says. While we lay sleep in our enemies' plot against us. Now, Nike is really a big firm, big, major crazy money. Now, I think they saw an opportunity, but they also were wanting to do the right thing. But they all saw those dollar signs. And they know black people, if you hit them just right, they're going to come out the pocket. That's just like when you go into church and that pastor's in there, that white preacher there, passing out prophecies, individual prophecies. God said, He got a word for you. Somebody supposed to give three hundred dollars. You know that's your rent money. What you doing? And they're gonna get a rent money to hear what thus said the Lord. But if you read and have a relationship with God, you would know what He said because He's speaking in His Word. Now, what I if, if and I'm coming to your area code eight one seven three five zero. We got another hand up, and I don't think this is with the twelve and duck show. This is outsider, so we definitely want to hear what they have to say. Outside of meaning outside of the twelve and duck show, but go ahead, Donna. I just think, you know, we've been buying Nike, but if we can get on board like that, what is wrong with us building each other up? We already see we have a nation that's coming against us because of who we are, but there is so much money, and where there's money, there's power within us. We will not support each other for nothing. You have them being thrown acetone on people, but they steady knocking them doors down to go get their fake hard hair and get their nails done with you. But see, hold on, hold on a second, Donna, because hold on one second for time's sake. I'm gonna do a lot of cutting, y'all. Don't don't mis- misunderstand. I want y'all to talk as much as y'all want to, but like you're going down another road that there's no end to that no, road. There's a lot of people that can say we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, we can do that. The point of it is, is do you think we should boycott? We do you think Duck is right? We should take that money. We shouldn't. We should support Nike. It sounds like he's saying we should we, we, we go and still support. give to Nike. We can still give to Nike. We've been no share Nike. with the families. That's what I'm saying. Share but with the families. Share with the families, but also build each other because we are not a, a nation that stand together. If we can make Nike, Nike is booming right now. So they're buying Nike. People are just walking up and buying those Nike. So I'm just saying, if we can do that for Nike, because they're coming up, it's not helping the black community. Right, right. But let me say this, okay, okay, real quick, real quick. Don, let me say this real quick. And it's a good conversation, y'all. Doug, Doug, thank you for this hot topic. And anybody want another hot topic, don't think we got to stick on Nike. We can jump around it. Like, Donna, we want to answer your question about the whole Hebrew. But listen really quick, Donna. Again, just because somebody is rich don't mean you make them pay. 
Rich people don't have to care. Rich people, see, this is what we think. This is what none of rich people think. We say, you got enough money, you don't need no more money. But I'm going to say it again. There are white people, and not just white. You remember, some black folks disagree with Kaepernick, too. Remember, white supremacy is not just a person. It's a philosophy, and it's in the hands of mostly whites, but it's in the hands of a lot of black people, too. And they feel like, I don't get it. Why is he kneeling? It's a white man. It's a it's a soldier telling him to kneel. Kaepernick was sitting on the bench. It was a soldier said, "Why don't you at least just take a knee?" So they're not looking at all that. So all I'm trying to say is this, Donna. You don't make them make Nike pay. I mean, you don't say, "Well, you so what? Y'all went out on a limb. You you, you should have went out on a limb." That's maybe they should have. Maybe they should have. But they are a company. They don't have to. They're 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 not an individual. It's a company. They have to do things. Listen real quick. They have to do things for profit. It's it's a it's a it's capitalism. They don't have to endorse that boy, but by them endorsing him, other companies up, other companies may say. Ted, I'm not quickly, saying go ahead, not go ahead. to. I'm not saying not to get on board. I'm not saying that. I thank God that they're standing behind this young man. I do. So what, what should we do with Nike? Race. What should we do with Nike? Keep keep buying Nike. Well, this Margie, can I say something? Go ahead, uh, No, this Margie, Shaggy is somebody different. Oh, is that Sister Marjorie? No, this is Sister Kaviva. Kaviva has something to say. All right, go right ahead. I, you know, I, I hear what he's saying, and, and we should give to the families. But, you know, listen, the reason why we are out buying Nikes is because, you know, it's it's what what what, what do we call it? We have been so, um, we have a deprivation of, of, of luxury and wealth and finances in our, in our culture, in our race. And because of that, Nike has blown itself up. But we have to understand the origin of Nike and what, what, what does it really stand for and why are we going out there buying it? Because of Kaepernick? Or because of the way it's being sold to us, uh, Nike. The name Nike really is a deals with a Greek goddess. You see, the name is a Greek for a Greek goddess. And then when you really break the name down into its real uh, the etymology of the name, uh, you go into the Proto-Indo-European uh, name, a uh, Greek name, and it goes with meek to attack to start vehemently, uh, going into the Greek, Nikos means strife, okay, to attack. So Niko, uh, uh, Nike is actually living up to its name. It's just using uh, Kaepernick's uh, platform to, do the, uh, to, to make the attack because that's what Nike stands for. Also, with, right. when you deal with the Greek goddess, it means victory. Okay, so that's what she, you know, Nike was that Greek goddess with the wings. That's why you see the wing on the Nike shoe, because it represents that Greek goddess. Well, a lot of things we buy and purchase, we don't even understand why we buy and purchase it in the first place. (laughs) We we don't even understand the terminology behind it. We don't even understand what's going on behind it and what, what, you know, what kind of temptations or whatever that may be uh, 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 used behind these items, but we go out and right. buy them anyway. Now, I understand that uh, Kaepernick needed a platform, and I respect that, and I know he's getting paid for that platform. 
You see, so I respect that. It's all, it's all good. I understand that he had a word and he needed to get that word out. But, yes, Nike need to give monies to the families because they knew exactly that it would generate more money because they yeah, know that yeah. we don't understand. They know we don't yeah. know uh, what Nike really represents and what it really means. Just looking at it as a sneaker. A... So that's my, yeah, that's I my point. I want to say this, too. I think there's two different things that we're talking about with this whole Kaepernick and Nike thing. I don't think Kaepernick was really standing necessarily for the police brutality. He was protesting the the song, but yes. we know that at the same time, at the same time, the police brutality has not been addressed properly by anyone. Well, and there's so much of it, and it's continuing, and that's a separate platform that needs to be dealt with in a positive, in a, in a, in a, in a way that Kaepernick did it for this particular anthem. There needs to be another somebody that takes the whole police brutality issue, because we we had Black Lives Matter. And, you know, they try to tear that up, and now there's every life matters. And we weren't saying nobody else mattered. We were just saying that, you know, our lives mattered because we saw that every time they killed a black person, the, the cops got off. It was like, wow, it wasn't just So what? A black person was killed. So what? And so that's why Black Lives Matter got started. But they weren't Mm -hmm. able to, I mean, it's still a movement, but they weren't able to really get the heart of the matter about all this police brutality and all this police murder the way Kaepernick was able to take that knee. It got so, you know, it went all the way up to the White House. The president took a personal offense, and I think that's why and I, I And I'm coming to you, 817, The other issue is that um, in order for those families to be uh, paid for their uh, suffering and their loss, another institution or organization needs to come together. That's what I said earlier. We, If it's not in existence, we need to create it. We need to right. get together and create it, uh, an institution that we can go then go and to say everyone who wants to capitalize in this kind of a corporate way, we would like for you to also, in a, in a large public way, give to this foundation that we as a people will then go seek out those families and give them some, some type of restitution for their loss of their loved one who will never come back. So that's the responsibility on our shoulders. We need to think like the corporate giants. We need to start, because we're smart enough as a people. We're intelligent yeah, enough. Right. We're creative enough. We just need to come together, and we need to trust each other, and we need to do it. And we, that's all we have to do. This question that Doug brought up is really good because now we can organize around this, and we can actually make something happen going forward. Let me break in there just for a second because the gentleman has been holding his hand for a while. So let's do this. Uh, you know how we are with when hands go up, we stop everything. So let's go ahead and go to area code 817. It looks like a Texas number, 350-350. Go ahead, caller. Let us know the city you're calling from and your name, please. Um, I'm calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, Apostle P.L. Reynolds, a.k.a. Malachi. 
Uh, and I just wanted to make a comment about the, uh, the Nike endorsement of our good brother. Okay. The former 49ers quarterback. Um, you know, I do believe that it's a marketing strategy because uh, Nike knows that those shoes that they have made for a cheap price in Asia, that they are bought for uh, a surplus price here in America, mostly by urban youth. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that that it was definitely a, a marketing strategy. Also, they figured that they would get points with our community as well. Right. So uh, I just want to make that comment as well. Can Thank I you. Well, well, before you go, let, let me say that. Let me say this before you go. Actually, somebody else was trying to say something. Then after they make the comment, okay. I want to make a comment to you about that. Uh, go ahead, whoever that was. That's, that's Donna. Let me ask you a question. Seriously. Do you think with all the lives that we've lost, and Nike's jumped on board, but it was a soldier that brought it to this young man to take a knee. Do you think Nike would invest in those families that lost loved ones? I don't think so. They I think they would. You think so? Why haven't they done it? Everybody because knows what no one else them on that level. See, what we're talking about is what they're doing, but we're, we're, we, this is what we do as a people. We always talk about the problem, but we don't ever have a solution. We, we have suggestions. Mm-hmm. But we never come up with a corporate solution and make it work. And this is something we can do. Somebody can actually okay. contact Nike and say, you know, I represent the, you know, collective, okay. you know, do um, whatever, uh, Hebrew Association. And, you know, we know that you're capitalizing on Kaepernick, but we'd like to know if you'd make a, a donation, a public statement, and give yes. to, to, our, to our community. See, if we do that. Because we're used to crying a lot. We're used to crying as a people and talking about what they did to us, but we never, right, but we okay. don't really stand up and say, okay, you did that. Now this is what I want you to do. We need to use the other strategy because we've, you know, we need to go back and say, hey, now you need to give back. Why don't you give back? And we need okay. to do it in not a so aggressive way. Okay, hold on, Carla. What were you saying to so what Sister Eliana said? Brother Patrick, he was saying it was beautiful. Yes, he said beautiful. No, I was saying it was beautiful. What he was saying. Yeah, that was beautiful. We'll go ahead and put you back on hold if if you don't have a comment uh, to that. But I appreciate that you just stirred up something there even more. I really appreciate that, brother. All right, thank you. Year, year, year. Hey, can I can I add something there? Uh, uh, Go right ahead, Doug. Go right ahead. Oh, also, also, I, I remember she was speaking. L when she was speaking Eliana. she was acting when she was asking have have Nike ever did this before? Yes they have. Remember, everybody everybody left Tiger Wood. Tiger Wood left uh 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 all those endorsements, he lost a whole lot of endorsements, but he didn't lose Nike. He did mm, not lose fine. Nike. And that is correct that she said about but but identifying Nike, what does it mean? No victory, attack, uh, uh, victory and attack. I, that was so beautifully put. I mean, I never thought Nike was saying all of that. And maybe that was some kind of subliminal seduction that we was going through because everybody want victory in their life. Everybody want to win. And when somebody mess with you, you mm-hmm. definitely don't want to just sit there and take it. And I like what she, I just like what she was saying. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, Elliot, oh, goodness gracious. Uh, that Elliot, that was easy. Let me say this. Let me, y'all silly. But let me say this about Nike. As far as, you know, we can't make uh, 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 a, remember corporations that they say is the most evil thing on the earth. I, just the, what they mean, what they stand for. Did you know a corporation have the same rights as a human? Bet y'all didn't know that. It really they is. They have more rights. Yeah, they got yeah, right you know they have more rights. Right, right. So what I'm saying is, you know, let's not get crazy with this. We can't make them be Christians. We can't. We got to play the game. The game is, I'm going to make money off Kaepernick. Who cares? If we can make, we can get other companies to follow you, Nike, go ahead. It's a chess game. Make your move. If we can get Amazon to say, well, I'm going to endorse them too. Great. We're winning. That's right. You might make some million views. They're going to make millions anyway, probably. My point Um. is, they could, it very well could backfire. Black people say, well, I ain't going, I ain't buying nothing. And they endorse Kaepernick enough, and enough white people say, well, we're going to pull all our sponsors, all our this from you. Nike could suffer. It's companies that have done that and that went under. Don't forget that. So let's not say, well, why don't you take care of our kids? Why don't you go ahead and do this? That ain't enough. Why don't you do this? We can always do that, but we're not talking about a godly. If they're a godly company, we can go to the chairman of the board and say, listen, you believer? Yes, I am. You believe in the Bible? Yes. Okay, according to the scriptures. You should do this. We can't. We don't have that kind of. We they they're not committed like that. So if they want to, well, listen, f- Beth. They're only not committed because we have never approached them. If we we're not winning, if all these companies get on board and and support Kaepernick, they're just making they're they're increasing their bottom line. But is not winning unless we get a stake in the game. The way we get a stake right. in the game is we act professional, we go up, we talk, and we say, hey, we want to win too. This is how we want to win. We have an organization. We want, uh, you know, we want to do a, a negotiation of so much percentage. That's how we win, If especially if we redistribute those gains from Nike and other companies jump on board and they start giving and we do the, uh, what is it, who was it? Rob from the rich and give to the poor. Um, what was mm-hmm. his name? Robin Hood? Take yep. the Robin Hood approach and we go into those corporations and we show them how it would even further increase their bottom line. If the black community knew that they were really standing, They were their sales would go up another 50%. And then we oh. can make them pay us then and I, we I give back, not, not sit up like the person. You know, this is what happened in our community sometimes too. One person thinks that everybody thinks this person is working for the community, and then they get a house on the hill and the Cadillac, and the money doesn't trickle down. Now, if we re- now we that are righteous, if we distribute that to our community, then that's when we're winning. See, we haven't done that. That's the right. level. That's level that we need to be on. Let them capitalize. Let everybody get on board. That elevates our brother, but we as a community have not been elevated until we can pull some... Well, well, let's do this. Duck. I mean, excuse me, 12. Let's do this. 12? You've been quiet for a while. What's your take on all what Sister Eliana is saying? I thought that was brilliant. Well, tell you what, I want to submit my time to Marjorie right quick because she kept on trying to say something. So, uh, uh, 
Okay, yeah, Marjorie, Marjorie. Go, go, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait one second. Wait one second. Cut off Sister Eliana. Wait one second. Let me back up, back up, back up. Sister Eliana, I apologize. I knew it was too quiet there for a second. All right. The last 60 seconds we didn't hear what you said. Were you done? Because I accidentally no, I mean, mentioned I didn't mean to. Yeah, no, the we elements of what I said. Okay. I okay. think I communicated it. So, yeah, All right, good. Go ahead. All right, Sister Margie, uh, any comments on what you've heard? Sister Eliana said a lot. What do you think of what she said? Was it, what do you, how do you feel about that? I, uh, okay, so let me try to get it together. What I really think is, like Dr. Martin Luther King has said a long time ago, if black people will show that our money counts, it'll mean a lot. Mm-hmm. If we pull all our money from Nike, that's just going to say we're not holding up our black people. You, you know, we're going to be led not as Nike holding Nike up, but as letting our, our black people, we, I feel like we will let them down. Because that young man did take a stand and put himself out there for the whole, for the whole culture of black people. Because he done lost some of everything standing up for us. I feel it would be wrong that we did not uphold what he was trying to do. And I don't know if y'all ever saw the movie Glory, but all the black people was put on the front line to fight in the Army. They were the ones to die first. So that flag, what that flag really means, what the flag means, what the the song parts that they have cut out of it, what does that really mean? I I agree that, and now I feel like this right here, as far as the kids and the people that have died, black people, we as people, we should start our own organization. We're giving them money. Not Nike have to give them anything. Maybe maybe we should start a campaign where if you buy, buy a pair of Nikes, donate a dollar to the cause, you know, right, something right, like right. that. But make right, sure you right. hold up Kaepernick because he's standing up for all of us when everybody else is sitting down. Right. Well, I wouldn't say I would. We I got. I would be careful with that because here's something we do. We always say these words. How many times I heard this, this phrase right here? Listen to this phrase. We need to start. We need to start. What we need to do is we need to start. Think about it. We've been here since the 1600s. If we just now got to start something, that's sad. This already started. We just don't know who. So I tell everybody, don't reinvent wheels. There's already somebody trying to contact Nike right now, I guarantee you. Find out who it is, join it. Because what happens is if you get 1,000 people all starting out, let's start, let's start. That, that's not collective. But if you say, well, is there anybody talking to Nike? Find out. Google that. Then there is. Trust me, there is. Mm-hmm. Team up with them. Hook up with them. Partner with them. But when you say Nike stood up and nobody else stand up, it's all kind of people standing up for real, for real. All, I mean, it's no, 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 you, no, no. That's not what I said. That's not like what I said. Kaepernick. That's not what I said. He said Kaepernick. I said Kaepernick stood up. He didn't have Nike on his side or nobody on his side when he was when he took a knee. Okay. Yeah, when he, he took a knee by himself. Right. Yes. That's true. I thought there was That's one true. young man there, but. Uh, standing by him uh, when he uh, when he went down, there were right, two but of them. I, him but what I'm saying is, they they started it. They didn't have Nike mm-hmm. behind right. them with that. They started but, that as black people. Uh huh. What you're saying is is very powerful, and this is uh, Sister Kaviva. Now, when I was speaking on understanding what Nike really means, I think that we the way we buy, we should buy with understanding. 
You see, well, why are we are purchasing what, what? Because a lot of times we just purchase things, and, and right. like we're saying, econ- the, the economic situation, we are a powerful force to be reckoned with if right. we stop putting our monies into things. And we can cripple a thing because we are the, we are the largest consumers right. of any product just about. You know, all we yep. have to do is see it, and we're gonna, we, we, we want to buy it. So, you know, like taking one dollar here or there, and I think that we need to start having understanding about what we are purchasing and why we purchase it, you see, and, and, and what does this really represent for us if we're purchasing it. And like Sister uh, Eliana was saying, yes, let's come together. Let's go there. You know, whether we are reinventing the wheel, we can have more than one fund to draw uh, that we can draw from or more than one thing that we have set out to go to Nike to get, uh, get money our community. So, you know, it could be more than just one thing that we have to get on board with, but we, if we have other things in place, that's good. We should be supportive of those other things. Right. Uh, to to draw monies to help our community, I think that's a wonderful thing. But we, you know, we, uh, I, I don't think that a lot of us. Uh, I don't think Kaepernick is is really alone in his stand. He took a stand. Mm-hmm. He made a sacrifice. Yeah, indeed. right. He uh, made a sacrifice, and, he, and he, you know, he lost where he couldn't work anymore. You know, and he right. made a sacrifice indeed. But he's not the only one standing. He's not the only okay. one taking so, that so knee. This is, this, and, is, uh, this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna ask you. The night that, that he flag. done that at that at that very first game mm-hmm. two years ago. He had ago. to make a choice. He had to make a mm-hmm. choice. And he knew he could right. lose it all by doing it. That's what um, I'm saying. The young he got courage that none of us. I, I know I work at a job. It's three white. It's three black people that work at my job in my department. Sometimes we we strong black people, and we have to stand up and say things for ourselves because they will just overrun us. And they do it. I feel like they even do it without even knowing. But I'm saying well, you know, he has I, a lot of courage that? to be the person to do that, to start it, to even start. But right. you know, you I work at this one school, and I'm the only black person at this one school. Go figure that. Mm-hmm. We got black kids, but, but no black teachers, no black faculty. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, you know, let's, let's, let's do this, everybody, because this is good. Hold, uh, if I could, uh, let's do this, everybody, because this is really good. And I think we all agree uh, that Nike need to be responsible, need to put money back, need to, you know, if we're bringing billions to them, they can turn around and do something for these families. I think it, that's important. Uh, somebody suggested they let's do contact something for the Nike. Culture, period. Uh, they can do uh, something uh, right. People are yeah, they could. And keep in mind, they do little things here and there, but keep in mind what Duck said about Tiger Woods. Nike have done some things for – they've done a few things, but, again, mm-hmm. we can't – my thing is this. Sister Eliana really brought the higher wisdom by holding the feet to the fire and militant, be militant with it and, 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 be, and basically say, listen, you know, hey – we're, 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 and that's not just Nike. That's any corporation. So, but what I'm trying to say is, out of all these corporations, can't very few can boast. Maybe McDonald's done 
done a lot with hiring our youth. They're making our boast Nike. But Nike got a little boasting. They've done a few little things. But all of these corporations can do a lot more seeing that they're billionaires. So I think we, we're going to we think that's just something we all agree with. That's something we – and just those that's listening in the archives, somebody said, y'all just sitting up here just complaining. Truth of the matter is we're not just complaining. That Somebody suggested something that, that is very real. Well, we have to do it on our own. Or we can do it collectively. Mm-hmm. Somebody want to suggest that. But you can call. You can Google. Find out what organization is, is, is targeting Nike and join the bandwagon. Maybe we'll, right. we'll see that post on Facebook soon. we got to fight in our own ways. And don't underestimate, like Colin Kaepernick. He just thought he was taking the knee. He was like, man, I ain't, I ain't staying for this flag. I'm not sitting up putting my hand mm-hmm. He just He wasn't trying to start all this. He really wasn't. Don't give him that credit. He wasn't. He was right. just making a stand in his own life, and that's what happens sometimes when you make a stand. What he believes. He up, and I think he's going to make more money in the end than, 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 than what he made with football. But now, And I love what he did. Mm-hmm. But let's do this, folks. Donna had a question. And I got a feeling the reason why I want to switch gears, and again, everybody, listen to Five Smooth Stone. Again, this is open for tonight. We have the, um, not just Five Smooth Stone's uh, uh, panel, which is Sister Eliana and myself and Sister Kaviva, but we also have uh, the, uh, the 12 and Duck show. Uh, 12 is here. Duck is here, as well as the BTR Divas, two of them. And they're just kind of riding along with us. We also had a call up early, if you didn't, if y'all missed Brother Patrick. So anyway, this is what we do. We just have an open forum. Uh, right now, we're on Colin Kaepernick. We don't have to stay, though. At some point, somebody's going to ask why. Why do we go through so much? Why are we at the bottom? Somebody, your grandkids, going to call up on your knee, if nothing else, and say, why? Why do we? Why us? Why do we go through so much? Why are we at the bottom 12 in every single aspect of life? Sooner or later, your grandkids is going to ask you why. Donna had a question that may get to the why. Wouldn't it be beautiful if we could figure out on this show tonight why all this is happening with Colin and, and the skin and the white supremacists and all these things? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be something? Well, we're going to try. Donna, go ahead. You have some questions about why we talk about this Hebrew Israelite thing so much. Right. Well, it wasn't so much this Hebrew, Hebrew uh, Israelite. Uh, I mean, I was giving y'all y'all talks because y'all are really educating yourselves because I really don't know the history uh, and really going into depth of learning, and that's something we do need to do because we need to know what names mean and what words stand for. And all of that, like uh, Margaret just did with the Nike deal, one dude, the topic that we was on was really good. I really didn't even want to change it, but I was looking at Ella Shure's deal, and I saw a, a, a quote. Then it was like, why did the same people who changed the name of the Messiah change his physical image to white? This is white supremacy. So my deal is, I, I, I this has been in the back of my mind. I know God. I know that he's real, but also to 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 take something and twist it to it, we gotta be very powerful people, and God's blessings have got to be on us for you to go through those measures to change it, the origin of his words and everything and how much of the Bible have they changed because I mean they brought slaves over here. And they took them from, they made them lose everything. They had to denounce everything. They lost their lives to take on them this new life. 
How much of the Bible has been changed? This is the same Bible that they were for. It was forced upon, forced upon, forced upon. For people to hate us that much to change the image, to change the name, and try to change the people in the Bible, how much is this proof? Because you are going out to sabotage and destroy the black race. Do I feel like we're the black Hebrews? I I think so. It's it's a lot to it. Because you want to oppress me too bad. You want to keep me down for, for for too long, and so bad. I'm I'm just you know I'm just the question. It just it was been there since I was a kid. I'm just gonna be grown about that. You know I, I don't want to well, well, be. Well, let me let me let me say something. I think. What what what? You may have a, a two part question, but let's just get the first part out of it. And Donna, do me a favor, hold that other other what you're going to say, and give us that second part because that is some very good question. Donna basically is asking those who are just popping in. She's saying, if these people change the image of the of the Messiah, the image of mm-hmm. God, God don't have no 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 body parts. The Messiah did. So if they make right. the Messiah if they make God the Messiah, which is a lie, because he is not Yah or Yahuwah or Yahweh or the Most High. Right, the right. Messiah is not the Father. So if they can take the Father, make the Messiah the Father, make us think God has a, a physical being, then turn around and change his image, burn down the library, libraries all over the world, right. destroy yeah. the noses of anything, artifacts that's going to look black. She's saying, how can we trust this Bible? That's what she's really saying. But, and Don, I promise you, this is what I'm going to say, and I want to see on the way in, Sister Kaviva. And then anybody else with the 12 and Duck Show can jump right in. 12, we probably to come to you after Donna. But listen, Donna, real quickly, and I'm going to try to make this record timing for times that I can't go long because of the so many people on the line. I'll make it real quick. I believe they did tamper with that Bible, just as you said. I do believe that. I think there's books missing, the Apocrypha. I think I think that I think I think the Nicene Council I did think but Donna, there's no way in the world they would have left Leviticus thirteen in the Bible. They control the whole Bible. Because Leviticus thirteen right. talks very very negative about white skin. Leviticus thirteen talks about something called leprosy. It has nothing to do with leprosy of ancient times, and it talks negative about white skin. I'm not going to get into it now, but they would have never left Leviticus 13. They would have never left De- Deuteronomy 28 in there where it talks about the Israelites going to be put in slave ships. They never would have left Deuteronomy 28 in there where it talks about Israel wives will be taken from another nation, taken by another nation. There's no way in the world they would have left Deuteronomy 28 in there where it talks about how Israel's houses would their good men would leave their children. Right. They would not have left all these scriptures in the Bible that talks about us to the very T. They would not have did that. That Bible incriminates them. So they changed some of it, but they couldn't change all of it. And that's why I thank the most high right now for all of the times he repeated himself, repeated himself. So if they take away this book, it's also in that book and that book. So that's why the Bible repeats itself so, because it, it knew, the Father knew that somebody would come and tamper and take books out. But he kept repeating and repeating and repeating. Donald, we are the people of that Bible. Right. It's impossible for white people to be, the Jews to be white with all the mixing. So you can trust that book. 
There's no other book that's solid. Now, Sister Eliana, any comments on that? Yeah, I'd like to say that um, the Most High is so faithful. The scripture says he watches over his word to perform it. So the Most High does watch over the word. Now, they have admitted that the those Christian leaders uh, like Pat Robinson and all these bigger names, they admitted right. that they, there were over 3,500 manipulations to the word. They admit that. Right. They know it. So the whole thing, you got to look at the the overview, the master plan, if you will. The master plan was we were going to go into captivity as a people. We were going to be in captivity for 400 years, but we were going to come out. And so if you're looking at the big picture, why did they change it? Why are they still rushing to change the face of the Sphinx in Egypt? Why are they um, making certain tombs? unavailable to the public now that they discovered in 1920s and it was free to go in. Now they're coordinated off as a scientific because why? It shows who the original Egyptians were and who the original Hebrews are. And so they are, when they are doing something, and so we have to understand there's a, there is a larger entity involved, involved than just a man who may live 70, 80, or 90, or 100 years. We're talking about an adversary who has been in the heavens who we call Satan or the devil or the dragon. This is a spiritual entity. He has a time frame that is larger and longer than man. And so this is a long-term, this was a long-term plan to bring about a deception in a time of our deliverance. But the Most High is not nervous because the information the Most High has protected, and in some cases he has just spontaneously revealed within some of his servants who will go out and do the research, who will look into the history, who will dig deep and find the confirmations in order to bring it to the people. So we have a Most High Yah who is watching over his word to perform the very things that he said he would do for his people and for the world at large. We also have an adversary, and we have uh, he has children. In the beginning, in the garden, the deal, the thing that went down between the serpent and Eve produced seed. That is why right. the punishment was stated the way it was. So the serpent has seed on the earth because the blessing over Eve was that she would be the mother of all living. And from that, seed was born from her. And we know this. So the serpent has seed. His seed is trying to rule. They have gained the upper hand. They are being influenced by their father, their 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 let's say their um, spiritual father, and right. it's a it's been a long term plan, but it's a defeated plan because we already understand and we have evidence and we have a record and we have proof and we have a hope that this plan will come to an end at an appointed time. So we don't have to fear because we have an assurance. Sister Kaviva. I want to ask you a quick question, and then I want you to answer this for me. Okay, with that being said, we know the 400 years is is coming to 
it's really close to an ending. So when you say the father is, is looking over his word and making sure he's guarding his word, but this this Christianity thing, not the church, but Christianity's religion, by it being the like the right the <laughs> religious arm um, to all this racism. Do you think it's trying to throw the people off track so that they don't get the message? Because he, Satan is on his job to deceive. Do you think all this happening around us, all the killings and all the disappearances and all this stuff, is really to put the people in fear and just get them out of the, you know what I'm saying there, have them all over the place, scatterbrain? Is that to because they know that the time is, is is winding down, and he got people out here that is getting into the word and studying, and he got people to go out like you said to teach the people. So this is is this just like another form of distraction to 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 keep those that are down from knowing the truth? Because he said it only lasts for four hundred years, right? Yes, for us, for our captivity, for the Hebrew people. So absolutely, you're on target. You're on target with what you feel that's happening. It is. It is exactly what's happening. It is designed. It's designed to divide, distract, to conquer, conquer. to weaken, to weaken the power of the people, especially the people of the Most High, to give them a sense of hopelessness. To give to bring a spirit of fear, fear brings torment. The Most High says, "I have not given you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound, a sound mind." Right. So this other oh, spirit fear. brings like fear, which confusion, which brings schizophrenia, which brings bipolar. All of these things that have crept up on the earth. Because the people are in fear, and think about it. Look at the, the the tool that has been used since the 50s, which is the movie industry. Since the 1950s, right. movies of demonic uh, possession, right. demons, devils, the vampires, zombies. All of this is designed to bring the people into a spirit of panic, a, a spirit of fear. Right spirit of hopelessness now all the movies now are talking about a futuristic time when there's chaos there is no order uh there is no religious structure there is no faith on the earth a man is doing his own thing they're they're growing about in groups and bands there's wilderness destruction that is to bring the, the sense of hopelessness because we're coming to the end of the age not the end of the world but the end of the right. age of the 400 and the scripture says that if we're looking in the apocryphal books, it says Edom is the end of the age, but Jacob is the mm-hmm. beginning of the new world. So the Hebrews are going to rise in with a sense of righteousness and a sense of order. What we have been under, because of our chastisement, we have been under the oppression of the oppressors and their wow. worship and their way of thinking, right, their right. logic. But that's not our logic. That's not our way. Right. We have another way. Everything right. we do, it, 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 it's more excellent. It, is, it, it, it brings more glory. Even in our right. waywardness, our disobedience, and, and in our sin, we, we sin excellently, gloriously. 
when you know when you see a, a Hebrew male in, tra- in in drag, this this man is an excellent. I mean, he is even more flamboyant, more beautiful most times than natural women because the the spirit of excellence is upon us. Whatever we do, we do it with a sense of excellence, whether we're being righteous or unrighteous as a people. And it attracts nations, and they follow us. But we have been under a sense of oppression, even in the religion, that the what was to us, how to worship, how to serve the Most High. All of that came from the oppressors. We broke free. We had a, a little sense of freedom, but still we're under, in our, most of the times, under our churches, our great mega churches, we're still under that subliminal mandate of the oppressor. Right. Most right. Another for his people. Wow, wow, yes. wow. That's why I say when we're asking questions and not being afraid, there's people out there that need to hear it and want to hear it and just afraid to ask. Because they don't want to feel ignorant. It ain't got nothing to do with that. You nailed that. You just nailed that. And a lot of times, too, let me add. And that's what I like to do. I mean, I like to bring clarity. You know, I'll tell you the best people that I love to teach the scriptures and the the deeper principles of the Most High is the children. Because children get it. My five-year-old grandson gets this thing. And I love it because their hearts are pure. Yes, yes, our adults, we've been, because we've been through, you have to, we, we have to remember as people, we have been through, you know, first it was this indoctrination of the type of education. As a matter of fact, let me just share this with the, all of us listeners here on Five Smooth Stones. Do you do we understand how many of you can remember the first time you picked up a book? Just think back. Think back as a child. When we picked up a book the first time and opened it, I'm sure that our parents or our teachers told us we opened the book the wrong way. We opened it from the back. But do we not understand that that is the original way the that our ancestors read? Really? But the way they've taught us to read from left to right is incorrect. Right. The proper way, if you give a book to a child, the first thing you do is they flip the book around and they turn right, it up, they, they turn it around, and they open it from the back, they open it from the last page and go towards what we consider the front page because their minds already understand that's the proper way for learning to occur. In this Babylonian society that we've been a part of since our oppression, they have taught us to read backwards, which confuses our understanding, which causes dyslexia, which causes attention deficit disorder. I think what she's alerted, you're probably going to hit this. You read Hebrew, folks, what she's saying from right to left. They probably didn't know Absolutely. That. So this is what I'm saying. Wow. So this is why when we they, they, they make us, they force us to do things backwards. And so it's hard for us because our all the, the most high DNA is inside of us. And we're trying to, our bodies, and I love how uh, Sister Kaviva says 
how our all of our membranes and all of our internal organs are a testament to the commandments because of the way the Most High made us. And, and David, King David said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We, yeah. are, we were knit in our mother's womb. I mean, it was a wonderful creation that the Most High made in secret how yeah. he made us. And we come to this earth ready to be activated to perform. But in this Babylonian society, they have miseducated us as a Hebrew people, and yet we rise. I love that poem, and still I rise. And still we rise, no matter what they have tried to to oppress us. The DNA in us that, that comes from the Most High is speaking loud, and still we rise. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Sister Eliana, what I want to do is I want everybody, I want to ask everybody to ask you some questions. I know y'all got some questions on what Sister Eliana said. Anything in your spirit, we're going to take a little short little break, a little short break, and we're going to come right back with Sister Eliana. I'm going to let her kind of return, Sister Kaviva. I'm just going to sit back like uh, 12 does during the 12 induction. I'm 12 tonight. <laughs> but uh, I want y'all to be thinking of a question. That means you two 12, everybody, Margie. Donna, I want y'all all to yeah, anything she's saying now that's not clear. When we come in from the break, I'm, we're going to go down to call the row, and I think we're going to start with 12 first, and then uh, Sister Margie, and then uh, Duck, and then Donna, uh, in that order. I'm trying to get those that haven't talked the most or to talk the least. Uh, Duck and Donna can switch out, whatever. But anyway, folks, let's take a little short break. Everybody okay with the break? Right. We'll take a little short break. Okay, let's take a little short break here, a little bit of Sam Nixon. We'll be right back here, folks, in a second. Oh, yeah. 
let them call you those things If you knew you were a queen And my brother, would you be out there risking your life for green paper? If you knew you had it all already If you knew you were a queen Well, the best I can offer is to tell you the truth Mercy changed everything for me and you But they don't really tell us what we do need to know First Peter 2 and 6, a pleasure for sure So power to the chosen people Who at one point was immune as an equal His own chosen people A royal priesthood hey. And that you were called out, called out, called out Into the marvelous Uh, regarding uh, the Israelite question, 
because uh, some of y'all don't even know who we are. You're hearing us run with it, and you don't even know anything about us being like We sound cuckoo. Well, go back and listen to some shows with Sister Eliana, myself, and many, many guests over the last 370 shows have talked about this. Not all 370 shows, but we've done at least 30 or 40 shows talking about this with proof, biblical proof of how we are nothing more nothing more than the people of the Bible. Sister Eliana, your line is now open. Uh, uh, 12, your line is now open. We'll come here in a second. Duck, your line is now open. Donna, your line is now open. Margie, your line is open. Sister Kaviva, your line is open. All these lines up. And remember, folks, please, please, Keep the noise down. Just mute me when you're not talking. It's just, just, just simple. We all can't talk at the same time anyway. Just mute me when you're not talking. So, let's see, uh, Ricky, coming to you. Oh, should I say 12? Again, folks, we got 12 and Duck in the house. They're a comedy show, comedy slash inspirational. I mean, you laugh so hard when y'all, you want a good laugh on my, on Sunday nights. Y'all tune into the 12 and Duck show out of Fort Worth, Texas. And 12 here set up him and Duck along with the BTR Divas. But 12, what question you got for Sister Eliana? Well, actually, the thing I got for her, and then it's probably going to make me seem a little stupid, but I don't mind being stupid for a it's minute. Because okay. if I don't know it, I'm going to ask about it. Uh, Sister Eliana, uh, everything that you was... Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yes we can, sir. Okay, okay. Can I'm just making sure y'all can hear me. Now, if my voice kind of go off... <laughs> If my voice goes out a little bit, Duck and, and, and Brother Sid, they'll, they'll bag me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm still kind of recuperating from being hospital, in the hospital for a minute. But anyway, Sister Eliana, I hope I said the name. I don't want to butcher like Duck did. But did <laughs> I say your name correct? Don't worry. Thank you. I ain't got no $5 for you. I ain't got no $5 for you. You're going to throw me under the bus, huh? <laughs> anyway. Right up under the bus. <laughs> like, do- right, right, right now. Uh, here's here's my problem. You, you're speaking of the uh, set, uh, set been talking about the Israelites, and you've been talking about biblical Babylon and everything. For me, not for the rest of the panel, just for me. Actually, you know, you say they're changing the names of the Messiah and all this stuff. Okay, I know what that means and everything, but my problem is, to those that don't know like me, actually, what are you talking about? I'm just being honest with you, 100%. What are you actually talking about? Because there's a lot of See, we don't okay, go that, that, that deep in the 12 and Duck show. We're, we're a different type of uh, breed. No, just, you know, just say you. Talking. Don't be putting everybody else in. Just say you. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, he's trying to speak to everybody. Speak for your own ignorance. No, no, no. No, you speak for your own You can't speak for nobody else. I got well, go, the go ahead, go ahead, Sister Eliana. What's your, what's go your ahead, take go on that? Well. No, go ahead, Sister okay, Eliana. Okay, let me. Hello. Let me just go say ahead. this to everybody. The only stupid question is the one that's never asked. There are no never stupid asked. questions. There are no ignorant questions. There are just questions. There are just questions in life. And so you could be at any age or stage in your life where the Most High is prompting you to go a little deeper and to stretch your understanding. And there's no shame in that. And I want everybody to know that there is never shame. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's beautiful when you begin to reach beyond yourself. Because we are designed to be a people who are in authority 
and we are called to do greater things. And it's only when we don't that the world doesn't work right. So when we begin to fill that pool and we want to seek out knowledge, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're, you're never too old to learn. You're never too old to go to college, get a degree. You're never right. too, too old to get to obtain any knowledge. It's always a beautiful thing. And that I just want to encourage everybody, you know, always ask your questions because okay, those questions okay. are important. Someone said before, maybe someone else is afraid to ask the question, and you may be asking a question that thousands of others want to know. So the question is, you wanted to know, when we're talking about the changing of the name and the different things that are going on in Babylon and all of this, you want to know really what we're talking about. Now, you're talking about um, the Hebrew thing. Terms. What do you mean by the Israelite thing? Right, Ricky? Right. And right, Twelve? Twelve? You are correct. You are yeah. correct. The Hebrew, the Israelite okay. thing. What about, do you mean? About the, those things concerning us as Hebrews, right? You don't understand any of it. Correct. I mean, my thing is with it is that, you know, first time I heard about the Israelites and, and everything, it's when, you know, a set, you know, spoke on to with me, you know what I'm saying, been knowing them all my life. But, you know, as, you know, we hadn't seen each other for many, many moons, but he came back and, you know, what he did is kind of like opened my mind to something else. So I'm not that endowed in it, but then, you know, I ain't got a problem with, you know, at least learning about it. So teach okay. me. Here I am. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna because we're on a this I know we don't have a lot a lot of time, but I'm gonna try to make a take it make it into an encapsulated bite for you. All right. So what what's happening to us as a black people in the United States of America since we're in the United States? But it's not just happening to us in the United States. It's happening to black people all around the world. But for us that are in the United States of America, what we have noticed is that we have always, since the 60s or even beyond, we have noticed that we are always on the bottom. It seems like the whites have the upper hand. In many cases they do. They control many of the jobs. We are the first hired. I mean, sorry, the last hired, first fired. We said all these things. And we don't understand why our community of people are oppressed. And so, you know, we think, okay, it's because of the color of our skin. Well, that that has something to do with it, but that's not the real reason. And so what we begin to understand is that according to Scripture, we are a special group of people in the United States of, of America. We are a people that come from a long destiny that's been recorded in the Bible. As a matter of fact, the Bible is our history book. The stories in the Bible are about our ancestors. Now, we have been told in the United States that we come from Africa, and that we come from a certain tribe of people in Africa. And a lot of times we seek, when we say, you know, we want to get back to our African-American, because they told us we were African-Americans, or we accepted that title. Older black people want to be called colored, people that are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. They like to be called colored. 
because that was the acceptable term then. They don't want to be called black. Some of our newer, you know, younger people want to be called blacks, and some of our people between the 1950s on, you know, maybe to the 80s want to be called African-American. But we've got all these titles, but we really don't know who we are, and we really don't know why we're mistreated continually. And so this understanding has come about where the we we believe and we know that the Father has begun to open up the understanding of our people collectively to help us to understand why we have continually Amen. and systematically targeted, why we've continually and systematically been oppressed, why we've been continually and systematically imprisoned, why we've continually and systematically been uh, all of our resources taken whenever we start a business, uh, we are sabotaged, I mean, just in every area of our life. If we're not if we're not making money for someone, they don't want us. If we're not entertaining them, they don't want us. We have to do a lot in order to survive. We have to be the jesters. We have to be the entertainers. We have to we have to perform for them in order for them to like us. And when they don't want us, they get rid of us. Why? Why is it that we cannot just rise as a people in the United States? and build our communities and do well and go shopping and just live like the regular well, you know American dream and that's because we're we are a nation of people and we are here because of a promised punishment upon our nation historically ancestrally and that story is found recorded in the Bible. And that's why we talk about the biblical scriptures, Leviticus 26, Deuteronomy 28, because within those passages of scripture, if you begin to read, God made a promise with the Hebrew people, the biblical Hebrew people of that day, thousands of years ago. And he told them, if you keep all of my commandments, these certain blessings are going to follow you. But if you don't, as a nation, these and they're real blessings are going to too. And so what happened is over time, our ancestral nation came into its place, it came into its land, and it came into power. But the nation's leaders led the people astray, and many of the individual families made decisions to follow those corrupt leaders, which warnings and, and warnings and warnings were sent to our, our families, our ancestors, prophetically, that we needed to change our ways as a nation of people. And if we didn't, we would suffer punishment. But because the punishment seemed to off... Sister Eliana, I, you, I'm going to let you just please keep going. I just want to interject really quickly here. And the, those listening, because it's not just Ricky. There's lots of people feel like him. There's over 300 of those promises. We call them prophecies. That's to be upon Israel. If they obey, they was going to have it better than any other nation. If they disobey, they was going to be at the bottom. Remember that 300, 300 times in the scriptures, at least, it talks, it describes us. 
That's why we say we're the Jews, we're the Hebrews, we're the Israelites, the same people, same word, Jews, Hebrews, Israelites, we're going to that a little deeper. But just know that what she's saying is solid. This is some solid things, because I'm going to be saying, what do you mean y'all Jews? Those white people over there across the Atlantic is not the Jews. They don't live out any of these 300 scriptures I'm talking about. I'm talking about 300 scriptures I'm talking about things like slave ships, houses ran by women, men not taking care of their children, everything we do, even standing on the corner. Go ahead, sister. Even with our pants down, that, that sagging, that's in there too. That's in there. Powerful. Powerful. The curses, it's, it's in there. Sagging, this whole thing that came out back in the, what, the 19. 19- uh, early 2000s, everybody started sagging. That's in the scripture. Everything that happened. One more quick interjection, but the father said, prophesy to Egyptians and tell them, I think it was Ethiopians, prophesy and tell them, I'm going to have them sow with their buttocks. In the Bible, it says B U T T O C K S, buttocks. Sister Margie, y'all listening? Donna, Duck, 12. Listen to what I'm saying. It says, I am going to tell told the prophet to prophesy to this. Egyptians are either Ethiopians, one of them say, I'm going to have you sow with your buttocks out and bare feet. Because they had did that to Israel. The Father always does to the oppressors what they do to us. So that's how we know who was sold with their buttocks out and bare feet. Naked. It even said it said these three words: naked, buttocks, bare feet. I'm telling you, over 300 scriptures that we live out. Go ahead, sister. So now, when we start comparing, because the question has been, I remember going through that. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. I remember being in the school auditorium and being told that it was during um, Black History Month, and we learned about what Dr. Martin Luther King did, and we were told to say that. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. We were trying to elevate ourselves as a nation. We were trying to to bring ourselves up because we didn't understand who really oppressed us. You know, we, we thought the the oppression came from the white man. But in actuality, it came down from the Most High God. He allowed the people to do what has been done to us because he told our ancestors a long time ago if you do these things he also said there was a there was a word during that time let's say 4 or 5000 years ago where he told our ancestors the sins of the father are going to be visited upon their children Whoa. and so we didn't we were born up post slavery some of our grandparents and great-grandparents were born in slavery. Some of our great-great-great-grandparents were brought as slaves. None of that generation sinned against the Most High. But it was our ancestors' sin that when it was time for that punishment to be carried out on the children, the descendants in future generations, we, those people who were taken by the slave ships, were the ones that were taken into captivity. But those from us that from those those days of coming into slavery in 1619 all the way up to the 1800s when there was emancipation, we were, none of those people sinned directly against the Most High in the way that the nation of Israel Sin, but yet 
the punishment was meted out upon them. And then past that time, since the 1800s up until now, we are that post-generation of people. Our people have gone through since the 1800s and 1901. You know, all of this time we've gone through, gone through as a people. But the good news is we understand now and more information and knowledge is being revealed to us that next year, 2019, it seals that 400-year period that the Most High told Abraham that his descendants, his future descendants, which include us, would be going through a time, a horrible time, among a people in a, a strange language, in a strange place, not our own, and that we would be mistreated, and we have been mistreated by this nation. And the Most High told Abraham it would be for a 400-year period. So this is where the understanding of the 400 years, because this current president, Donald Trump, was the, is the first president in the history of this nation to identify a people are here who came in 1619 originally, and they have been in our shores or these shores as of year four hundred years. And when and he said the African American people. So that tells us a lot about who we really are. We are a nation of people fulfilling a biblical mandate but that time for us is about to be over. And so this is why we've gone through the Okay, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. I hear a little echo. She's about, okay, uh, 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 y'all please meet me if you're not talking, okay? We got this, because this is very important. But go ahead, Sister Eliana. So this is why we are teaching now, because in the book of Daniel, the scripture says that in the latter days, knowledge would increase and many will begin to teach they began to teach these principles of the truth of the kingdom. And so the Most High is starting to lift up, raise up, anoint, appoint, educate, train, and push people out that are teaching because we're a large nation within a, inside of another nation. But we're going to be coming out of this nation. And so our people need to get ready because we think we've done the civil rights. We fought, for, you know, we marched on, uh, on Washington. We marched in Selma, Alabama. We marched for our rights. But all it has gotten us is a few crumbs and a still a lot of oppression. So the okay. end for our people is that we're going to become on par in this nation and acculturate and be accepted. The end for our nation is that we're going to come out and we're going to be our own established nation as we once were. Okay, now hold on, Sister Hold on, Sister I want to make sure Ricky is following you because otherwise we're losing him, even though you're doing very good to some people that know a little bit more. <laughs> so, Ricky, don't be bold. I'm right here. Again, I'm right so, here. I'm listening. Thank you. Okay. Is she answering your question? Again, when we say Israelites, some people say the word Jews. They nicknamed this whole family by one. 
they, uh, if folks, anybody listening to this show on the internet, remember you got to call the phone number at this time. When it's 10 o'clock, you got to call the phone number. You will be disconnected. You got to call the phone number. We always roll over on this show. So, uh, 12 and Duck and, and the BTR Divas and everybody else listening, we will go over. We always go over on five So, we never do two hour shows. So, y'all just know that if you have to go, I understand, but we always roll over. So, listen, I still want Sister Eliana to continue doing what she's doing. Again, Margie, you're next. And then we'll go with uh, Donna and then Duck. Uh, uh, what I'd like for y'all to do is ask Sister Eliana any questions she, uh, from earlier when she was sharing, even now. But I want to make sure 12 is okay. 12, are you okay? Uh, any questions or clarifications? Please remember this, uh, uh, 12. A whole lot of folks think like you. Don't don't think you're the only one. You're not. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm okay if I'm the only one, but I know I'm not. But if I don't know, I want to know. So is anything you're saying, are you, are you following what she's saying? Uh, 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 again, oh, yeah, yeah, I learned Jews. a whole lot. Of, yeah, I learned, I learned a whole lot that things that I didn't know, and I appreciate that, uh, Brother Set and Sister Eliana. I think I said her name right then. Yes, you did. Again, just... Just to recap really quickly, because, Ricky, I really want you to understand, because you're going to be hearing this a lot. As long as 12 and Duck going to be doing business with BTR and, and, and uh, Five Summer Stones, you're going to be hearing this Hebrew thing. And I don't want you to say, I, don't, I hate going over to 12, uh, Five Summer Stones, because I don't know what they're talking about. Again, the Bible is talking about a people. All our lives we've been hearing about the twelve, the, the three Hebrew boys, the twelve disciples. All our lives we've been hearing about the Bible. We're saying to you, and to everyone listening in the archives later on next year, next five years, we are the Israelites. We are the Jews of the Bible, and it sounds crazy. I understand if people would say that because all our life we've been told the white people over there in Israel. No disrespect, you know. I preach love on my show. No disrespect to them, but those people who went to the Holocaust. The Holocaust is nowhere in the Bible, Rick. A twelve, nowhere in the Bible. Then become a nation, nineteen forty-five. I think it's forty-five, forty-three. Then become a nation the right way. This over there fighting, and I hear some noise. Remember, y'all, mute me, please, please, please. Donna, is that your line? I think I just heard you. I'm not doing anything. I'm listening. It's quiet over here. Okay, I don't want to start muting people call out names, so please, y'all. But anyway, Ricky, when Smith Odebell, your mother, used to talk about the, the Bible, or your pastor, all the right. sermons you're going to hear tomorrow, next Sunday, sooner or later, preachers going to talk about the Israelites or the Hebrews. Those are us. Now, let me tell you really briefly. Sister Eliana did that thing. I want Sister Kaviva to come in. Sister Kaviva, if you could be stand by and be ready, I want you to kind of help Sister Eliana here as well. But in a nutshell, because I used to say to myself, how are the Israelites? This sounds so crazy. But I kept hearing people say it. I kept saying, it just didn't register. I was a Bible reader, and I, it just didn't make sense. Until I read Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. If you forget every verse we ever quoted, write this down. Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. Moses is talking to the real Jews, whoever they are. Some of y'all think they're whites. I understand. Some of y'all think they're white people. I understand. But listen what he told them. Told them what blessing. This was a great people. Somebody say, why we suffer so much, though? We had to look at all this stuff a long time ago. Remember, we was the greatest people ever to walk on this earth. That's why oppression is so great. 
We're connected to those people. You think we're Americans and all this? No, we're connected to those people. But listen to what happened. Moses was talking to these Israelites. He said, if you obey, you're going to have it better than any other nation. So those that think we just curse, 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 no. If we obey as a nation, we're blessed and we'll be blessed above all nations. That's what's going to look crazy when we just favored over everybody. If we obey, because we're his firstborn. Amos 3 and 2, really quick, of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. One more time, Amos, the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 2, of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. Of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. Therefore, I will punish you for all your transgressions, because I know you. You know better. It's like that that, that older child that get, gets the hardest whipping. Yeah. Of all these things, you know better. So real quick, I'm going to take some record amount of timing. Moses is talking to them on the mountain. He's telling them everything they're going to go through forever. He says to them about the blessings if they obey and the curses if they disobey. He says, and these shall be upon thee, upon thy children forever. One more time. It's our quoted verbatim. And they, speaking of the blessings, the curses. And they, speaking of the blessings, duck, are the curses. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder and upon thy seed forever. It's 2018 included in that verse. One more time. And they, speaking of the blessings, the curses, Moses says. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder. For a sign, S-I-G-N, for a sign, they, blessings of the curse, shall be upon thee, for a sign and a one and upon thy seed forever. I was in Columbus, Ohio, laying across the bed when I read that. And I ran downstairs and said, Arlene, we're the Jews. So what do you mean? I said, I've been, I've been looking, I've been, I've, been, I've been studying this. She said, what do you mean? I said, listen to this. Moses said that these things are going to be upon the Israelites forever. It's 2000, it was, at that time it was 2000, it was 1991. Then, I said, is 1991 included forever? She said, yeah. Listen to what Moses said. And these are going to be upon you and your descendants forever. One more time, Arlene, listen. And these are going to be upon you. These blessings or curses is going to be upon Israel forever. If we want to know who the real Jews are, all we got to do is look at the blessings and the curses. Here go the curses. The blessings is stuff like you're going to be blessed. Everything you're going to touch is going to be blessed. We weren't living out there. Well, nobody on earth living out the blessing. But the curses is strange. You're going to be put in slave ships. That's us. Houses are going to be led by women. Your good men are going to leave. Your good men will not father their children. That's us. You work all the days of your life. You want to enjoy your labor. That's us. You're going to be scattered. Because the Jews are in Israel. How are you in the good America? It said you're going to be scattered to all the four corners. America's a corner. That's us. Arlene looked at me. <laughs> I said, we're Israel. I didn't need no nobody at that point to t- tell me no more. I could argue with a bishop at that point, moment. I just needed to see it for myself. Sister Eliana, go ahead and finish what you were saying. Ricky, uh, based upon what I just said and what Sister Eliana said, one more time, do you have any questions? If not, we're going to go to Margie. Go to the Margie, because I, I understand uh, clearly, man. You know, y'all cleared it up for me real good. I appreciate that. We are the people of that book when you read it. And then you can dust, you can dust, knock the dust off because that ain't, there's no more, no longer a book. There's a doggone right. family album sitting up there on your table. Right. So, Margie, right. 
I know this got to have yes. some questions for you. Uh, I don't really have no questions, but I'm just listening to what y'all saying because all of it sounds extremely true. Have you heard this before? When I was a kid, I did, but, like, I don't remember how y'all saying it. I just remember they talked. They talked about it in like in Bible school and stuff. Cause they done a lot of uh, we done a lot of they done a lot of teaching us stuff. It, it's kind of like you remember stuff, but you don't remember all of it. Right. Right. Powerful. Well, as we go on, it'll be, it'll be clearer and clearer, y'all. I know it's not gonna all be clear in one night. It took um, me uh, years. So, all right, uh, go ahead with uh, Donna. Any questions or comments? Well, let's go with Duck first. I think you're gonna be longer than Duck. Duck, any questions or comments? Quickly. Go ahead with Duck and then Donna. Duck. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Go right here. Yes. Hello, hello, everybody out there, Radio Land. I just want to say I, I thank you for all this good old information that y'all are uh, spewing out, uh, the good word and some of the history behind the words. Because you know, sometimes you know, you can just go to church and hear the word, but you don't know the history behind the word. So that that's a good mm-hmm. thing y'all doing there. And uh, Sister Elliot Anna, did I get it? No, that's for five dollars. Yeah. Hot dingy dog, well, I'm going to have that jar going to be full by the time I finish. I'm going to Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor! <laughs> but, hey, I was understanding some of it. While getting your thoughts together, let me say this, Doug. When we look at Uh-oh. our people, and sooner or later, sooner or later, y'all, we got to go back to Life tomorrow morning when you go back to look at the news and you hear somebody shot somebody or Chicago is 600 people shot in four days. Y'all, y'all are very conscious people. I know every single one of y'all. Well, I don't know Margie that well, but all I'm saying is this. You're going to have to deal with your thoughts and you're going to be asking this question. Why? 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 I'm telling you, I submit to you, Sister Eliana and I, Sister Kaviva, and millions of others all across this planet, submit to you, African Americans is one of the lost tribes. There were 12 tribes. They've been scattered to the four corners. We're one of those lost tribes. And the Most High said that we are going to... Now, remember, if you obey the Father, you and your house, please listen to me. Let me come to you, Donna. If you obey the Most High in your house... You'll be blessed in the middle of this captivity. Remember the Bible characters that made that we all talk about, the the many Bible characters we talk about? A lot of them did great things while they were in captivity. So just because you're in captivity in America, as a, in a nation with a nation, that don't mean you just curse, 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 curse. Your nation is what's cursed. And yes, you'll mourn because you're connected with your cousins and your aunties and your, you know, they're part of this captivity. So while you might be blessed because you're obedient and you might be able to maybe heal, maybe you got the faith to believe that, that you understand the Bible and you, you walk in health and you walk in prosperity, all these things you may enjoy, but because you're hooked up with the nation, cousins, aunts, friends that work, people, neighbors, you'll mourn. So just know that you don't have to be cursed you and your own if you, no, no, we don't preach that. I don't preach that. I'm not preaching you just curse, curse, curse. You can't do them just curse, curse. No, your nation may be in a curse, but you can be blessed. Donna, 
question for Sister yeah. Eliana. Then we're going to go to Sister Kaviva with any comments she has to say, and then back to Sister Eliana. Uh, Sister Eliana, I just want to say I appreciate uh, the uh, the answers to my questions. And like you said, there is no shame in asking questions. If you don't know, and that's how you know, by asking questions. But when you were talking about uh, when you was giving the insight, and I thought about all of that when reading from from left, it, it goes so. I was thinking while you were talking, even with the reading, and I noticed that even as a kid, when I was a kid, that's the first thing I did was went to the back of the book. First thing. So if if it was even with the reading and interpreting things, it seemed like the whole plan was to turn everything around. It, this this is a bigger picture. It, it's not that you're not the head, you're you're the tail. You're not a winner, you're a loser. But you, you, we don't know, it, and I think that's the reason why we have so much self-hate and we, our, our women are not being the queens that they're supposed to be because we've lost sight because we're all over the place because of fear, like you said. But I, I, I appreciate that because it's bigger. Like I said, it's bigger than just reading from left to right. I am great. And that's the way I'm going to see myself from, from now on. Um, I was sitting there when you was, when you was talking, and it was, I thought about a scripture when he said, whom the son set free is truly free indeed. What I'm going through right now is going to work out for me, and I will be the head and not the tail. I will be a winner, not a loser. It will be right, not wrong in my life. And it's because now, who set you free? You learn it, you're opening up. But if you will continue to walk in non-truth, you have to search it out for yourself. And I, I'm a victim of that, just sitting, just going by and letting somebody else tell me their story. But I need to search it out for myself. So, therefore, I can't say nobody has hindered me. I hindered myself because I didn't take the initiative to get up and to study. Oh, no, no, no. I just wasted all my dreams. Okay, guess what? It had lean on. See, that was so ugly. But guess what? I got some out of this tonight. It was really nice, and I'm not going to stop until I learn more. So that is going to be my motto and my mission to put more effort into learning about me because I can't know the promises of God if I don't know anything about me. And I am operating in disobedience every day. I know I'm not doing what God said. And he don't ask of us nothing that's complicated. He just asks us well, to be well, serious in all that we do. I don't think she was asking a question. That's why I was trying to switch. Don, you have any more question or, or, or for Sister Eliana? No, or I, I, I didn't have a question, but what she had said, it hit me She's hard getting, like a brick. Reading from yes. left to right, it's bigger She's than that. She's testifying. That's, it's yes. bigger than that. I'm looking at how my yes. life, one year has been <laughs> down the wrong road because somebody, the enemy, Knew that yes. I would not take the initiative Thank you, to Father. know that I am a queen, that I am God's best, 
and that even in my mother's womb, I was perfectly made. There was nothing wrong with me. But the enemy came in to deceive me, and I sat there, and I took them punches, and I let him do that to me. So tonight, I'm saying it it goes deeper than from left to right. So everything that he's turned around and twisted for me and for our people, we got to wake up. Because That's we are right. not at the bottom. We are not losers. We are not ugly and defeated. But we, right. you said it. It's all that we're going through. Yet alive. I still come up. Even in my mess. Who am I? That situation. That Satan wishes to destroy me. Who am yes. I? Yes, yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank mighty you, God. Father. Hallelujah. You know what? I feel, it, and I know this, well, this is, a, like Seth said at the beginning, this show is a ministry as well. And I, I, I yes. really thank you guys on your questions. And even your comments are really, really important. And we have to remember that the purpose of this show, Brother Seth and all of us, is for people to get free. And, and Sister Donna is getting free tonight. And I would just like to go a little bit off of and, and ask Sister Kaviva to pray. I'm going to be in agreement with her. But this prayer, I'm going to ask my sister to pray because this is what we've been talking about. See, we're coming to the close. We're coming to that 400 years. The Most High wants us to be a people that are free mentally, spiritually, physically, financially. He wants us yeah. to be on top. We're not talking about Christianity, religion. We're talking about a relationship with our Father who created us, who gave us a destiny and an identity. And the work that the Messiah did for us was only to further enhance that walk. He freed us from the only law that he freed us from was the law of sin and death. But the commandments, the covenants, the promises, the the, the, the statutes we are to keep as a people. So I want to ask my sister to pray for not just Sister Donna, but for everyone who has gotten an understanding, because many oh. will listen to this on the archives over the years, and the Most High will give by his Ruach the same understanding and freedom. So I'm going to ask Sister Kaviva to pray, and I'm going to be in agreement with her, and then we can move on to those next questions. This is an important moment right now, and we don't want to yes. run this stop sign because yes. of the battle. We want to be free. Go ahead. Yes, we right thank here. you, Father Yah. We thank you. Yes. Oh, God, we thank you all for your understanding, your revelation of your word that's being received tonight, Father. We thank you that it would be like the rivers of water, oh, God, flowing, God, through our bellies, oh, Father. You say, because out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. And, Father, I thank you as you have opened her understanding and all those who have listened and they've gotten a nugget, a piece of knowledge, of understanding. Father, I thank you that you are going to cause that word to grow. Hallelujah. You're going to cause it to be lifted up, oh, God, and they are going to come into even a more mighty understanding of what you're doing in this season for your people and for them individually. And, Father, as you awaken us, oh, God, and shake us out of our lethargy, Father, as you cause us to come into an understanding of who you are. As your word declared in Jeremiah uh, uh, chapter 6, you told us to go to the crossroads. 
Father. And inquire. Take the ancient path and inquire. And ask, oh God, for the goodly way to, to find the proper way to walk the ancient path, Father. And you said, for it is a goodly way. And you said, in it we will find rest for our souls. Father, I thank you for the word that came today, that it would be rest for the souls who all will eat from it today, Father, that will enjoy it and digest your word that went forth, oh God, to give them life and that life more abundantly. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you're changing the hearts and minds of your people. You're causing your people to wake up, oh, God, and come into a newness of understanding of who they are. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, we thank you. You do. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you, oh God, all the praise that is due unto your holy name. For you are the most high God. You are El Young, Father God. Hallelujah. And you're rising, oh God. You're causing us to come, oh God, or to an understanding that we are yet a great people. Hallelujah. Yes. And, Father, the lies that have been told to us, oh, God, you're tearing them down, oh, God, and you're causing us to see. You're removing the scales from our eyes, oh, God, and opening understanding, Father. I thank you for what you're doing. God, I thank you that this will not be the end, but it will be more. And there are many of them that are on the line tonight, oh, God, and that will hear in the future will run with this word. You said some produce 30-fold, and some produce 60, and some produce 100-fold. Father God, we thank you for those who will start producing with understanding of your word and begin to teach this word and awaken our people, Father, as you're doing, Father. Teach them your ways. Teach them. As David said, cleanse me with hyssop that I may be cleansed. Yes. Wash me that I may be whiter than snow. Then he said, lead me in the path of everlasting. And then I will... Father, I thank you that you you take your word and cleanse us and wash us with the hyssop of the bitterness of this word to let us know that it was us that strayed from you, O Father. That we come with this understanding that you would begin to wash us, oh God, that we will have a clear understanding and begin to delve into your word, oh God, that we may begin to digest it even in a better way, oh God, and that we may be able to teach others your ways. Father, we thank you for doing it. I thank you for praying for your people, Father, and praying even for myself and just we thank you for Sister Eliana, Father, as you've used her so powerfully to break that word down. Father, we thank you that you would replenish, give back to her being. And that, Father, for having the platform to bring this word out, Father, bless them. Bless them a hundredfold. We ask this in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen and amen. Amen. Everybody that agree with that, say amen, please. Amen. 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 
And that means you know you're in alignment with what she prayed and you're claiming what she's claimed. It's just not a little formality there. Well, listen, folks, again, I appreciate that, Sister Kaviva. Powerful, powerful prayer. Cannot even hardly come behind it, but I just don't want to leave dead air. <laughs> but uh, I thank you for that, Sister Eliana, for listening to this. Y'all got to remember as host, I'm looking at all kind of little things. I'm jumping up and running away from the phone and coming back. And so thank you, for Sister Eliana, for having ears to hear that. Let's do this. Let's do this, folks. Uh, Sister Eliana, I want you to finish what you're saying. So I want to do this one more time. We're going to do the same thing we did earlier. We'll take a little short break. Let's just short break. And when we come back, I want you to ask Cecilia any lasting questions on your heart. And I'm going to let her just open up with whatever is on her heart. Uh, well, when we come back, let's see. I think we're going to go back to uh, – we'll do it We'll do it backwards. Then we'll come back with Donna since she was the last commenter. And then Doug, then Margie, and then Ricky with questions. And then we'll wrap this show up, folks. Uh, I just want y'all, y'all, because y'all have asked some very, good, very serious questions that everybody else is thinking. Trust me on this line, not tonight, but in the archives. So check this song out after Sister Sister Kaviva. Trust me, this song is in line, and then just marinate on what Sister Kaviva will pray. I, I do mean that. Marinate on what she just prayed, and we'll be right back, folks. Just a little short break. This life you gave is 
get our people to understand he is all we have, our salvation, all the shooting and killing and self-hate and all these ills in our society with our people is because one of the reasons they don't know who they are. That's one of the reasons. That's not all there is, but they need to know who they are. Then they need to know the love of the Father. Because remember, Israelites knew who they were, and they got in trouble. So it's not enough to just know you're Israelite. We have to return to him. You're not going to return to him. The Father says, the Bible says, the Scripture says, the goodness of the Father leadeth the soul to repentance. So see, honey, your line is open. Duck, your line is now open. Twelve, your line is now open. We're wrapping up this show. Donna, your line is now open. And Margie, she dropped for some reason. Don't know why, but Margie's no longer with us. And you know what happens if you drop after 10. You can't call back. So, Sister Eliana, go ahead um, again and just, just comment on anything you've heard the last uh, anything that's on your heart. Then we want to quickly, because we have very little bit of time, I want to go to Doug and get his final thoughts and question. Twelve. Well, let's do it like this, since this is the 12 induction. Let's go to Donna first after you, Sister Eliana, and get her final thoughts and question. And then we'll go to uh, Ricky, uh, 12, and get his final thoughts and question. Y'all make it no more than no more than two minutes. I'm serious. Look at the clock. And then uh, <laughs> so we go Donna, 12, Duck. We'll start out with Eliana. And then Donna, 12, Duck, and Eliana will finish out. And uh, we'll wrap this show up. So go ahead, Sister Eliana. Anything you have to say about what you've heard so far before Donna asks her final question and comment to you? Well, I just wanted to say I was really excited about um, the fact that both uh, Twelve and Donna were, um, you know, were able to um, open up about they did have a question. The question was answered. But not only was it answered, they got an understanding. And the Most High says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But with all you're getting, get an understanding. And what I heard was they got the understanding of deeper, which will prompt them to do that further study. And I also wanted to say, for our people, all of our people here in the United States, the scripture says that the, the the father calls us. He it says many are called, but few few are chosen. But the fact that the father calls us, sometimes he doesn't call us all at the same time. That's what we have to understand as a people. We have to be patient with our community of people, with our nation, because some of us are called, and we answer and we run quickly. Some of us are not being called yet, but we have a time, and I feel like tonight was a time that um, 12 and Donna and maybe also Duck and maybe some others on the line, Sister Margie, and maybe others listening, this was their time. This was their time to gain a better understanding of who they are, who we are as a nation, because there's work to do. All of the work cannot be done by five, but a lot of work has been done. But there are many other Hebrews out there, and we all need to be out there working in the vineyard, in our sphere of influence, talking to our people, because this thing is going to change sooner than we think. And so I really I really want to give all praises to the Most High that this was a time for 12 and Duck to be in the house to ask their questions, because they have a show, and I believe that the impact is going to be great 
in their lives and in the lives of their listeners as well, which include a great body of the house of Israel. So this was wonderful. Yes. Okay, and Miss Donna, that was beautiful. Sister Eliana, as usual, really appreciate those. You always think of things I forget to say. Uh, Donna, any lasting comments or questions, please make it no more. I'll give you three minutes because, girl, I know you can't stay within two minutes. No, I, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I promise you. So not funny. I just want to say tonight was really, really touching. Um. I feel real good in my spirit, my mind, my soul. I do. Uh, it's I. It thing is, it's closer than we think, and I just I feel awake. This thing awakening Zion. That this is war, on knowing who we are, to be who God intended for us to be. I. It was a blessing. And I did it less than three minutes there. That was all. You got I more to say, though. You know, you got more to say. No, <laughs> I, no, I enjoy myself. And I'm just, this, I'm enjoying the aftermath of it. I feel really good on the inside. It's like I've been in the valley of dry bones and I haven't cried in a long time. And I feel good. I feel good because now I have, a, I have a project, a mission to, to do me, to correct me. Well, I say this really quickly in less than 15 seconds. Everything you heard tonight is the truth, so help me, Father. I promise you, you do the research. We're the people in the book. All right, let's go to 12. Last comments, questions for Sister Eliana, myself, or Sister Kaviva. Well, I want to first of all thank my brother, Seth, my childhood brother from another mother for him allowing the 12 and Duck to be aired, you know what I'm saying? It's because of him he created the show, and we've just been following, you know, he's been our mentor. He's been making us do the right things when we was doing the wrong things. So we appreciate Duck not talking to you. And, <laughs> and uh, I want to thank Sister Eliane. Did I say your name right? Come on, I'm going to do it again. Eliane? Is that right? Dollars. No, I wasn't going to be broke for this show is over with. But anyway, thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge. Okay, thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge. And also, I hope this not won't be the last time yourself and your sister, you know, our path, you know, cross. Maybe, you know, with the help of, of Seth, you can come on to our show and, you know, do a little something. Just listen in and everything. We're going to be on this Thursday and Sunday. We hope that you can you, you can come on and listen to us, see what we're doing. And, uh, you know, All maybe right. speak a little Some bit. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you taught me tonight. I appreciate it. Seth, thank you for having us. Now, I don't know if you heard her. Well, you're welcome, uh, uh, 12. I don't know if you heard her, but she said, I'll be on. Did you hear that? Go, say it again, Cecilia. Say it again. Thank you for the invitation. That's an invitation that I will accept, and I will be on. Thursday. Thank you so much. And your sister. Not just her. I need your sister, too. And she said, he's going to come on because he created us. So he's going to come anyway. Well, I'm going to 
tell you right now, they they kind of get raunchy. They don't run from no topics, sister. I'm just letting you know that you've been warned. Okay, they they go there. They don't they, any topic that we think of, the human brain think of, they will have on their show. And I applaud them that, for that because sometimes while I can't talk about stuff, they talk about it, and then they bring the the, the godly perspective to it as best they can, and they have really shed some light and gave some people some good insight on some things. And that is the honest to God truth. So I appreciate them for that. All right, uh, Duck. Final words quickly in less than two minutes. Final words. Comments, questions to Sister Eliana. Arles. Final words. Kaviva. K- 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 Final words. <laughs> okay. 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 Next That's week. Right. Now. 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 Uh, El- uh, Elliot Ness. I'll tell you okay. right now. No, and and I'm too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I want, I want, I want to double, I want to double invite y'all out. Uh, uh, that's right. Set is our, our birth uh, radio daddy. <laughs> Already. <laughs> so I guess we can call him Paw Paw. <laughs> next week next week we talking about roaches that's right roaches do you still have them Okay, okay, okay. Sister Eliana and Sister Kadiva, uh, uh, just that was it. Kadiva. Kadiva. Okay. Anyway, anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Look here. I, uh, 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 I, 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 I love the spiritual insight that y'all gave on a lot of things, and maybe you was right. It was time for Ricky to hear some. And <laughs> y'all stop playing. <laughs> okay. oh, so bless, blessed be, <laughs> blessed be. <laughs> and I just want to say thank y'all. And if we see y'all there, then, oh my goodness, it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be just a little bit different. <laughs> Hey, love y'all, love being y'all. Uh, that that is set. Appreciate it. Well, uh, love you, my why you, be, why you being silly? And, and, and Sister Eliana, Sister Kavita, yeah. I'm telling y'all, this is what they do. You will laugh. Your side will hurt. But they do get serious. <laughs> just just know that they do get serious. But listen, to yeah, here and there. Well, Donna, uh, Margie, if you're listening in the archives and the, and the whoever else that did make the show tonight, uh, Brother Patrick and any other callers I can't think of, I really appreciate the show tonight. Sister Eliana, go ahead and have lasting words, and I'm going to have to show up because y'all know I do go to work after the show, so I'm going to be rushing out of here. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and meet everybody's line. Y'all want to say goodbye to Sister Eliana? And the, yeah. yeah. What's that saying? Somebody's trying to say something. Who is that? We've been saying Sister Eliana all night, but Sister Kadiva, you did the prayer thing tonight. Both of you sisters are Hey, we appreciate you. Okay? We really do. I don't want to leave one out, and I didn't want to go out like that. So you That's right, you. Sister Kadiva. Yes. We, lo- we love you, girl. Kadiva. Yes. Well, that's, that's, that's not her name. What is her name? Sister Kadiva, listen, y'all. 
Sister Kadiva dropped out, but she'll be listening in the archive. Her sister, I'm sure, will tell her what y'all said. And uh, to see Eliana, you promised us to tell her what they're saying, right? Please, please. No, you ain't going to tell her. Absolutely. She had to drop out. Okay, she had to drop out. Y'all know it is getting late. So let's go in there, Sister uh, Eliana. I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all. Y'all go ahead and say goodbye to her. Then I'll let let her have final words and I'm going to wrap the show. Just go ahead and say goodbye. Donna, go ahead and say goodbye first. Good night, Shalom. Sister Eliana. Twelve. Twelve. Goodbye, Sister Eliana. Good night. Shalom. Good night. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twelve. Twelve. Just call your sister, which you're not speaking words. Good self. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sister, thank <laughs> you so much for so much. I feel the love. So I feel much. the love. So I'm not worried about it. All right, now, somebody threw that five dollars out there. Okay, Shalom, Ricky. Is it Shalom or Shalom? Okay. Don't play. Okay, Ricky, your line muted. Down your line is muted. Duck, you the last one whose line not muted. Go ahead and tell the sister goodbye. Awe- okay, hasta luego, adios, uh, goodbye, see you later, have fun, uh, see, uh, hear from you soon, there, uh, little lady. Appreciate all your good time and and fun and insight. Well, all right, so that was much. Duck. Again, uh, everybody, that's the, that's the 12 and Duck show. They get silly, silly, silly. I'm telling you, if you, if you tune in, Sister Eliana, or anybody in the archive, they, you, you, your side will be heard. And they take they take comedy to another level. But they do get serious. A lot of people get a lot of good insight on there as well. So, Sister Eliana, it sounds like you're going to be the guest on there on Thursday. So, you, I'm sure you'll bring uh, the, your, laugh, your laugh, laughing can. <laughs> you know the history behind that. As well as the spirit, the Ruach, with them. So, go ahead and have final words, and we'll wrap up the show. Well, I just want to say thank you again. This was a wonderful open forum. I want to thank everyone who came on and uh, for all that will be listening in the archive, all of you listening. I know that you have really enjoyed everything you've heard tonight. It was very insightful. It was um, very fun. And I want to especially thank 12 and Duck and the BTR Divas for being on the show with us tonight. It just really made the difference. Um, The scripture says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, and the laughter uh, was wonderful. It was refreshing and uplifting, as well as the deeper spiritual truths that came forward and the prayer. I want to thank my sister Kaviva for coming in and and, um, being a part of this tonight. And, again, Seth, thank you so much for opening a platform, allowing me to be a part of the Five Smooth Stones. It's been a blessing, and I'm very, very honored, again, very honored to be a part of this show. So with that, I want to say good night to everyone. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on next Tuesday's show, and I want to say shalom, and uh, may you have a good week this week. Well, thank you, sister. Always good to hear your voice and appreciate everything you and Sister Kaviva did tonight. I hate she had to go because I really want to thank her because, like Donna said, we have been saying Sister Eliana a lot, but uh, you've delivered a lot. But Sister Kaviva, that prayer and other comments she made, she's always on point. So let her know, please. Give our love to her, okay? All right, folks. Yes, so that's I'm... Hold on. I muted uh, you. Go ahead. Let's try it again. I said yes, I will definitely do that. All right. Well, thank you, Sister. And I'm going to go ahead and bail out of here. Again, that's Sister Eliana, uh, all the way up in Merced, California. And um, 
folks, listen. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh, and they are funny. Uh, so I think I think I actually I'm thankful we ended on because we were so serious throughout the show, and we kind of got our laugh in. So again, check out Twelve and Duck on Thursdays and, and, and Saturdays. They're on the on Facebook as well. They're a new show now. They're a new show, so don't look look. To, they don't have a huge following, but they are brand new and they're very funny. And they have uh, ministers that come on every once in a while, and other inspirational people. Uh, all of them are they're very different personalities different uh, different levels of knowledge different just there's something to check out for real but listen as far as Five Smooth Stones Network I thank you for tuning in tonight and uh, I think this was a very good open forum we covered a lot of topics so listen I got some for you I always try to put something into the very last song and the very first song so uh, as I play this song. I want y'all to I, I always play, as I just said, I put a lot into the very last song and the very first song, but I want you to listen to this song and think about your life and and some of the things you've heard and um, and just, just remember, you never know who you're going to touch, who's listening. And 12 and Duck, as y'all do y'all thing, Thursdays and, 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 and Sunday, continue with the laughter. Please do. Continue to make the, because we definitely need to loosen up. We definitely need to loosen up and, 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 and have fun because our people are so oppressed. So y'all have a ministry, even in the laughter. Uh, but remember that people are in pain and they need to. A word from the Most High. The Bible says a word from the Most High will make you free. So they need to be free with the laughter. They need to be free with the spirit. So as you listen to this, remember that. This song is to 12, Duck, Donna, the 12 and Duck uh, 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 cast along with the BTR Divas. This is for you and really everybody listening. Y'all, I'm very serious. Check out this song. This song got something for you. All right? Good night. I love every single one of you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Thank you. 